0: Okay. All right. Wonderful. Everybody joined at the same time. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it looks like he ever dropped. Uh, okay. Let's. So there we oh, go. there it
1: goes. There it go. go. Okay. So, How do I put myself on push to talk?
2: Well, if you're plugged into your phone, you should be all right. We should be able to hear anything other than you talking if you're on your headset. I am. I, right. I
3: so you,
0: you good. Yeah. All right, so hello everybody, uh, welcome to the newest of the New Year episodes of Gaming Sessions and everything under the sun. I am David, aka Vincent DB82. Over here we have Gerald, aka Sukinode, and we have a new guest, uh, Gerald's friend Critish, as he calls himself Critish the Scrub. Uh, hello. So welcome to the uh, podcast, this episode, Krittish. Uh As with, you know, anyone who comes to join us, you're always welcome back. And uh, let's get started. Gerald, how was your week?
2: Well, let me say hello to everybody who's come back to listen to us and any new listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, my week was, honestly, my week was good. Mostly because I got another week off because the way they set up the new years being off it was just it just made more sense to take the week rather than go in for like two days um and we had gotten a winter weather advisory i got almost i got two winter weather advisories there was a blizzard warning in the next city over and then i got two winter weather advisories because i live like in between two in, in between two cities, so I got one for each city. So it overlapped, and each one said, "If you're going to travel, take emergency water and food just in case." Ooh. And I was like, "No, no, 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 no! If I have to take <laughs> emergency rations to travel, I'm just not going to travel."
0: Yeah, no. this is like, why you have pet pigs. Make make sure make sure you have enough food and supplies on your sled. Make sure you have enough food for your huskies, and uh, good luck to you. Welcome to the bird. Yeah.
2: I, <clears throat> I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I did not go in that day. And I, I, I called in and I, I was talking to my boss and I was like, hey, they got two winter advisories telling me that I got to take emergency rations with me if I'm going to travel. So I'm just not going to do that. And he was like, that's fine. I'm currently stuck in this city because I can't get out because the interstate was closed because it snowed that hard. So they Hmm. closed the entire – they closed, like, the entire interstate from uh, the city in front of me all the way to my boss's city that he was trying to to drive from, and he couldn't. Hmm. And when I did get to work Tuesday, he was literally telling us how he nearly got crushed because a truck fell over. And then the other truck was in the uh, on the other side of the lane, so it was leaving this really narrow spot, but it was all covered oh. in ice and snow. So he tries to go through, and it almost slid him into the turned-over truck. Oh. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, no, I don't need any of that in my
0: life. I, I um, don't miss those days of driving truck.
2: um well if tesla if uh what tesla has is it tesla tesla yeah tesla Tesla, they have their way it's not gonna get better um (laughs) (laughs) uh, but um other than that my week was pretty good i ended up uh crit over here basically got me back into playing total war warhammer um which i had not in quite a while and and the entire week, I've been almost absorbed in playing it and, and trying out different builds and with the different armies and stuff. And we, we talked a little bit about this on previous podcasts already. I think I was talking about the uh, the the corporate masters, the dark elves,
0: <laughs> and the lizard men. <laughs> oh. yeah. um, and all the I, Well,
2: I didn't um, talk about the, but I, I will talk a little bit about the lizard men because I'm playing a single campaign. <laughs> okay, Tinkering around with their doom stack. and for people who don't play Total War or just getting into it, don't know what a doom stack is. It is basically a composition of the army that can basically stomp anything else in the game. The lizardmen have the third best doom stack army in the game, and it's their stegadon unit. And what a Stegodon is is actually a giant Triceratops with a Ballista on its back. Tell her to go potty. Mm. Um, And the Ballista has absurd range. It has absurd damage. It pierces armor and causes poison. Now, poison isn't like does damage bit by bit poison causes a debuff. and The debuff... It causes five different debuffs, but the ones that actually matter are that it, it makes you take more missile damage, so the artillery does more damage from that. It lowers your armor, meaning the artillery does more damage from that, and it slows the unit that gets hit by it, that gets affected by it. So... It is this entire army that basically kites any other army, and by the time the army gets to it, it's so messed up that these giant Triceratops just stomp through whatever's left, causing terror and fear. And fear lowers a unit's loyalty or uh, morale to the point where they break and they'll run away from the battle. And Terra is basically, from what Crit's been telling me, a stun lock because they get so terrified they don't they can't attack. So, so even if they do get to you, when the Stegonons actually start uh, charging through their lines, they become terrified and get stun locked into just getting stomped on. It's it's insane. Um, I did one of the legendary encounters for my legendary lord to get one of his uh, mystical artifact items, and the encounter literally gave the AI a sixty-five percent chance of winning, and they didn't even lower one of my units uh, past half health. Like the most damage they did to my army was really running me out of ammo, mm-hmm. was running me out of ammo. It was just silly. Like I, I think I was, talk- I was talking to Crit about it, and I was like, "Dude, it feels like I just abused a child."
4: <laughs>
2: it's
1: just- a it an was- infant.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> it was just so ridiculously brutal. Um, <clears throat> so right. I've just been playing around with that, playing around <sighs> with that. Um, I did get back to. Uh, I did get back to Code Breasts for a little bit, and I played some hours of that. I got into the next, uh, the next area, and there's a reason why we call it that, crit, uh, mm-hmm. because there are giant boobs everywhere. Giant boobs everywhere.
0: Now, well, at we first, heard. we called it well. Code Titty, but uh, Gerald's mom wanted to listen to one of the episodes, so Gerald <clears> called <throat> it Code Breasts. And, yeah. was, and I'm, to, uh, from, I'm uh, too much swearing.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and I'm trying not to cuss in case she's listening to any more of it. Um, but uh, at first there were two sets of large boobs, and so I was like, well, maybe it won't be so much code. Then they, uh, maybe it won't be code breasts. Maybe we have to change the name. Then they introduced two new girls with huge breasts. <laughs> And then I got into this new area and all the enemies, almost all the enemies are females and they all have huge racks too. So it literally turned into Code breasts.
1: Fan service. Um, Fan service as far as the eye can see.
2: As far as the eye can see. Hey. And- And the new area I'm in, the oh, and for the audience who may be listening for the first time, Code Breast. I'm talking about the video game called Code Vein. Um, but uh, the area I'm in now looks like it was ripped right out of Dark Souls. Like this is basically Vampire Dark Souls, but this area literally looks like it was ripped out of Dark Souls. It. It, everyone keeps talking about Anne Orlando. Anne Orlando. This looks like a version of Anne Orlando, and everything, everything was, everything was like bone white. And as you're going through it, your uh your AI partner will comment almost frequently that everything looks exactly the same, and that you might be lo- You can't. You may lose your way and not know where you're going. And I got turned around, like, several times. There was a point where I couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go next, and then I go out a door that seemingly doesn't lead anywhere, and it's like, I look down, and there's a place I have to go down to, and there's a lot of those in this area. There's, like, three, well, I won't say a lot, but there's like four, four parts where you have to just go and drop down.
1: To be um, fair... Uh... Tukenota, your sense of direction is pretty terrible. Like, it you is. couldn't find your way out of a dark room with a flashlight, three hands, and a map.
2: <laughs> I've gotten better. <laughs> I would sure. probably it, with the map and the flashlight, I would get there eventually. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start up a hunt, too. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start up a, a, a hunt. Uh,
0: right. so, but, so uh, pick- Curtis you're saying Gerald is the eponymous second lieutenant.
1: Mm, mm. Yes, uh, he he is definitely <laughs> the second lieutenant who goes. In my experience, and every lance corporal snickers. Uh, that's me for the audience. I am the terminal lance. Uh, I did uh, I, I did five years in Marine Corps. So Gerald's mom, I'm sorry, I'm going to swear. I can't help it. It's genetic. Well, no, I
2: warned her of that. I told her (laughs) I would try to stop swearing, but the other people on the podcast are grown adults, and they're going to do what they want to do, and she'll just have to accept that.
0: Right. So
2: don't uh, worry about it.
0: (laughs) All right, so continue, Gerald.
2: Um, but, uh, I got, I'm almost at the end of that area. I found the boss door and I'm just going around looking for the different locks to unlock the boss door. And then I'm pretty sure I have a boss fight coming up. That's going to kick the crap out of me. I died. I died like seven times in this area because there is a specific room where there is an item you can pick up to enhance your character and i went into that room and it starts an event where it just starts flooding that room with enemies i died 7 times
0: trying to sounds, fight
2: that room
0: sounds like the flood from halo <laughs>
2: yeah it was it was pretty much we're just going to keep sending enemies in and it would send them in in threes but <clears throat> all three of them would be like attacking you at the same time it was And then one could give itself a shield. It could do an AOE attack. The other two had uh, uh, lances. So they were poking you from a distance. (laughs) Uh, It was just, uh, it was such, it it was terrible. So I finally got myself to the point where I got myself out of the room before I died. So I could pick up all of my haze and stuff. And then I just left that room alone. So once I'm stronger, I'll go back and I'll try to deal with it. But I I just left that room alone. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, (laughs) But still really enjoying Code Vein. Like I said, just got myself absorbed Mm. in Total War. Um, But overall, a a good week, a good week.
0: (laughs) Okay, Critish, you're next.
1: Um. Well, I don't have as much to say as far as video gaming goes because well, I've been corrupting uh Sukunode with constant Gerald. requests of uh know yeah, Gerald Tsukinode, the dude who's who I know our
2: listeners know. Uh for listeners who are new, Gerald aka Tsukinode. Those are the two names I go by.
4: Which I said. <laughs>
2: yeah. You didn't wait.
1: What? Uh but <laughs> no, I uh I've been corrupting him with the, the foul influence of the Skaven. Yes, yes. Um, and and uh, assisting his world takeover of uh, Warhammer Fantasy. Um,
0: Dark Elf, Zink. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's more like China uh, the more I mm. think about it. Because mm. uh, um... I'm, I'm the Skaven. And he's the Dark Elves. I roll the Under Empire uh Triads. I literally have a unit that are called Triads. Uh and oh hey, there's a big owl thingy there.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe we should kill it. Uh a bear owl, uh, dare I say.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh yeah, so it's that's kind of been what I've been doing. Uh for for those of you that don't know what the Skaven are, whoa uh they're yeah, rat they're rat folk and Oh crap. I do not multitask it's well. Okay. In in case you were wondering.
2: So okay. oh, take your time.
0: <laughs> we ow. are here to have fun. Oh, yes. Ow. Fuck you. We're here to have fun and, and bullshit. Oh, and wonderfully uh, enough now, uh, guys, uh, we have a health bar for the, <clears throat> excuse me, the behemoth. Okay. It, Do we? Yeah, if you look up where over where the uh, danger meter is.
4: Critish,
0: play. 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 if you need to, you can, uh, you can mute yourself and, you know, take care of whatever issues you need to after you've told us about your week, or is that all you have for you? Uh well
1: I was working on it and then I got kicked in the face by an al bear so uh mm, which is as I understand it not where you want to be in life definitely not so
0: survey says no definitely survey
1: not. says definitely not uh but no there's that's what I've been doing uh on that end uh but. I play the Skaven, uh, primarily, which is, uh, like I said, a, a race of rat people who are as treacherous as you would expect rat people to be. Mm. Um, and I actually get bonuses for every broken treaty that I make because of that. <laughs> like, every time I betray someone, I get bonuses. Uh, which is kind of funny because I literally can't betray Tsukunota uh, in, in the campaign that we're in. So there's that.
0: Oh, I'll Make alliances with everyone else and betray them.
1: Yeah, the problem is no one will. <laughs> I, I have the most powerful weapon in the game and no one likes me because of it. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I literally can't. So it's
0: lonely um, at the top slash bottom.
1: Well, it, it's, to to be perfectly honest, in that alliance, I'm definitely the power bottom. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Ow. <laughs> Ow. I just got hurt hard from that. Anyway.
0: Yeah, you, when, or... when he comes up like that, you kind of want to try to dodge out of the way as fast as you can. It doesn't always work,
1: but. Yeah, I was in uh, an attack animation at the time. Nope. Oh, where did he go? Scare him all? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, yes. he
2: ran. Uh, if you need help, you can come to over to the. Yeah, Here you we go. go.
0: Or I can I'm throw out, it. out of this stuff. I
2: yeah,
0: got. I'm it. gonna throw down a healing pylon because oh. I need. I need definitely need health. But uh, okay, so since we're healing, uh, the rat people, powerful rat weapon, people.
1: right? Um, they're they're all about <clears throat> going underground and getting uh was called Warpstone, which is basically nuclear material that they infuse into everything, which would kill anyone else. Oh, wait, it kills Skaven and Drobes too. They just don't care because they reproduce like, well, rats. And (laughs) they literally have a unit that are called Skaven Slaves and Skaven slave Slingers, which, as you might imagine, are... Well, they don't sugarcoat it and call them interns. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) hi. I found the bad guy. Uh, Hang
0: on, I'm coming. I just had to get some on (sighs) the stone. Hey, hey, hey. Look here.
2: We at Dark Elves Co. understand that slavery is bad. And in no way do we condone or endorse slavery. Okay.
0: Now, the interns on the but other hand made, uh... <laughs> our
2: interns are valued employees and the lifeblood of our organization.
1: Trust me, I know. <laughs> Why do you think I've been inciting countless Skaven rebellions so that you can <clears throat> hire more
2: uh, Intern.
1: interns? Whoa. <laughs> that hilarious. was a big thing.
2: Ow. At Dark Elves Co., we do our best to give back to the community provide jobs provide opportunities
3: hmm. this is what we
2: do we 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 value the elvanity okay elvanity
0: <laughs> we value the of all people
2: correct uh... and thus we
0: try to promote that <laughs> hmm. what feeling that it's gonna be uh gerald for president of that territory 2020
1: <laughs> uh, more like mad dog uh, 2020
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it has its time when you're 16 i guess but uh yeah so. yeah
3: well
1: uh, so I've been I've been doing that, uh, and then playing mm. the other Skaven, which are I, I'm actually playing the worst Skaven faction uh, in the game, uh, in the campaign with him. So that's uh an interesting thing.
4: Yeah, that's um, right. Get mad.
3: Like it when you're mad. <sighs>
1: How do, do so weapons, how do you do your weapons? How do you do your weapon special bet, uh, thing? Like I have a spear, uh, I know I, how. It, go ahead.
2: Uh, it should have an icon up next to your health ah, and stamina bar. It. That yeah, 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 that one. There you go.
1: Q, <clears throat> load that.
0: Oh, you fucker! Get back here. So, uh, any anything else for you to uh, tell us about your week there, Crit?
1: um been writing uh
0: been writing a lot of
1: bonds uh I'm a bondsman by trade and that's uh, that's kind of what I do and yeah outside of that it, there's, there's not really much uh trying trying to conquer the world and uh trying to put... Make sure that the right people are actually in jail, as opposed to, you know, subjugated. So very, very, very duplicitous in my uh, my real life versus, uh, fantasy life.
0: <laughs> uh, well, duplicity in uh, game life, pretty much straightforward.
1: So I think I'm good to pass it over to you now that I've done made a botch of things.
0: Yeah, it's fine we get derailed all the time so that's why we 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 try to keep each other you know on track Mm. but it's all right um so my week okay it was was a week a lot of stress and worry about uh about the lady upstairs aka the wife um you know still, still employed so got that going for me which is nice Doing pretty good on that. Uh, Adventures in PnP gaming. Um, Yeah, so I've been using this uh, this credit card kind of USB to uh, transfer all my files to that, and then I take Office Depot with my stack of cardstock paper to print stuff out and. since I've started using that hard USB, I'm getting a lot of error, like of corrupted file errors. Throwing that thing to the side, and I'm going to use one of my other users. and then try that again tomorrow. Hmm. And uh, oh, and then, uh, of course, I, I do believe last week I did talk about Star Rail. My physical copy arrived this week, so when I find some people to play it with, I'll play it in in real life. I also have the app of my phone, and I've unlocked I think three expansion. I uh, haven't done much of the campaign last night. I did do two uh, arenas, which I believe uh, Destiny wise oh. is equivalent problem the Crucible. Hello. You gonna yep, join it? Peers.
1: Yeah, sorry, you were cutting out there for a second.
0: Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, so I I won the first. That was because the, uh, the the dude, the other dude, didn't win the second one. But I need to practice with the game anyway. So here's that. And. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, this week on Destiny is mayhem, so in a lot of mayhem. <laughs> it's fun. I'm
1: gonna have to join you on Destiny at some point. I have it. I just don't have any incentive to play it most days.
3: Mm. Do
2: you
1: um, have yeah, it on sometimes. PC
0: or you have it on Xbox?
1: Oh, stupid cross-platform BS. Why do you have to have um, a crap top, sir?
0: No, 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 no. It's not. cross-platform platform for destiny yet
1: I know that's why I'm can, swearing
0: yeah Yeah. but yeah do you have it on Xbox
1: I do not I don't have hardly anything for Xbox like my Xbox has been relegated to basically Disney being Plus. Disney Plus Hulu <laughs> and Netflix
3: pretty right. much so, like
2: we also have an Xbox in the house, but it's the kids' entertainment system. It's what they watch all their children's shows on YouTube and Netflix on. Like <laughs> it, It's just the movie center. It's not used as a video game platform.
0: <laughs> well, I, I do believe that's why they called it the Xbox One, because it was supposed to be like the one stop for all your entertainment. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, uh, Crit, uh, you're not going to be able to join us this match, I don't think. Uh. Uh did you yeah. start a new one? Uh,
3: yeah. We
2: did. Uh, it, it, you may not have gotten the invite either. You didn't get the invite or you didn't accept it soon enough. Usually it'll just pull you in, but
3: Yeah, usually, you're part
2: of the party, uh, so it should have just pulled you in, but
1: you I'm know, in but your yeah. hunting party, but it's not showing anything. Well, yeah.
0: uh Gerald, if you just want to, you know, grab some uh some collectibles and then Trump. oh yeah
1: here we go well you can take your time because i need to uh throw some stuff in some bowls and heat it up for a pair of little girls that i have running around the house that i, I have to claim by law wait what
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll go ahead and we'll do this hunt and then we'll uh catch back up with you when we get back in town then
0: that's okay, fine so then I'll- And on that note, we're going to take a break and we'll get back into our first topic of the new year, which uh, I know I'm definitely excited about. I'm going to buy the song as soon as I can find the uh, Frog Leap Studios copy of it. And uh, so everybody hold tight. We will be right back. Okay, there's yeah. one back. There's the other. Alright, so welcome back, everybody. I uh, hope there's not a destruction disorder, chaos, and mayhem going on between... Uh, oh, I just fell off. And fell yep, down. That's and right. again. <clears throat> uh, so You're back, good at this. Sorry. <laughs> 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 So our first topic of the new year is the Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So I know most I know people say they watch it for the content, but then there's a lot of other people who are like, No, you just want to see Henry Cavill in a spa and I'm like, Well, you know, that's <laughs> bad, I, I prefer the titties myself.
1: I mean, you can admire both. They're, they're like, there's nothing wrong with admiring things like, let's look at other other handsome men that would totally turn straight men gay. Brad Pitt, yeah, that
3: That's motherfucker. <laughs> <hit me first. laughs> like, it,
2: there have been people than... There've been people on set with Chris Hemsworth who have literally said they were uncomfortable because he's too pretty.
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna go. I was gonna go that way, or maybe even Ryan Reynolds too.
1: I like Ryan Reynolds, but Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is too funny for me to be distracted by his uh, looks. Right? He like I would. I would be sitting there trying to crack, go joke for joke with Ryan Reynolds, dying laughing the entire time, and losing miserably.
0: Hmm. Now, if we're going to talk about man crushes, uh, mine, my number one would have to be uh, Captain Mal himself. Mm. Uh,
1: Nathan Fillion.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Uh, If if we're going to go with pure talent joss whedon he's not a handsome man but motherfucker has built my childhood with his his stories
2: yeah motherfucker could tell a story though and that's true yeah. i i if we're going by just pure talent and yeah I, I i say he wins out overall as well um with ryan reynolds <laughs> it's not so much his looks it's just the guy is just so charismatic It's Mm kind of like in Family Guy when uh, Lois and Peter meet Bill Clinton, and you have the scene of them meeting him, and in the next scene, they're all three of them in bed, and they just don't understand how that happened. (laughs) It's kind (laughs) of like that with Ryan Reynolds. You just wake up next to him naked, and you're just like, wow, you can talk a good game.
0: (laughs) That's off to you, good sir.
2: All who are you, good sir?
0: <laughs> who else
1: can talk his way into a prostitute's bed and then make her a, a housewife? Like you know the story, you you can't go into a housewife, but he did. Quite. Oh, oh who, is He's that what Ryan
2: Reynolds did? Is that no, what, no, no? I, I don't, I don't think day. I. Oh, okay. Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even think I, of it that way, but yeah, he did it.
0: <laughs> I had seen the first Deadpool, I was like, you know, <clears throat> only Ryan Reynolds could turn a hoe into a housewife.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just money. <clears throat> uh, That's right.
0: But, Fall over, bitch. Yeah. Hmm. So,
1: I mean, like, I, they say never meet your heroes, but I think. That Ryan Reynolds would be the one that I could meet and not be disappointed by, yeah. And J- Joss Whedon and Nathan Fillion, basically all of the Canadian actors.
3: Oh, <laughs> <that's hot. laughs>
0: right.
1: So, yeah. so speaking of
0: Canadian actors, back to Witcher. <laughs> uh,
1: There's a Canadian actor
0: on The Witcher. No, that's my that's I, my horrible segue.
1: Well, <laughs> see, you gotta warn me when you're gonna use a horrible segue. <laughs> I can I can deal with the normal ones, the horrible ones. I need to. I, I break me in softly, sir.
4: Well, yeah, I mean,
0: I, I, you I need to. I would use a geometry pun, but it's too acute.
3: <clears throat> oh. <laughs> <laughs> see,
2: hey, so see, see, what we've come to. <laughs> see what's happened to us. This is not where I thought we were going.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you the scrub to the scrub
1: and everything goes shit. What can I say? <laughs> Anyway. Oh, just
0: wait, <clears throat> just wait. We'll all derail this shit at some point. <laughs> but,
3: no, yeah.
1: uh, but we we get back to the Witcher and your uh, unrequited homoerotic uh, man crush. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> well, now, <clears throat> um, a lot of people, and and I keep clearing my throat because I've, I've got some throat congestion. Um, but yeah, a lot of I wasn't. And it's probably an unpopular opinion. I wasn't too thrilled at Cavill Superman. It was Okay, wait, let me let me go back. Was Cavill in Batman vs. Superman?
2: Yeah, he did both. He did Superman, he did the Superman movies and Batman versus Superman.
0: So he was, he was in the, Superman he is Return? the
2: Superman currently.
0: Was he in Superman Returns too?
2: Uh, No, that was a different actor. You're talking about the one from like eight years ago, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that was a completely different actor.
0: Okay, well, okay, so Man of Steel. He was good as Superman in that. I'll give up that. Um, but hands down, and I've not played the Witcher, but hands down, I like I like him so much better as Geralt of Rivia hands down yeah he does
2: a really good job as Geralt
0: yeah just cause like his favorite (laughs) utterance (laughs) is (laughs) fuck but yeah so uh, good good
2: good No, I was just saying when it comes to certain situations that's the only thing that accurately describes it um you're just like uh <laughs> and You need a word for it, and that 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 word accurately describes those kinds of situations.
1: I, I um, think that it's. I think that he's probably one of the most well written main characters I've ever seen. But it, having played copious amounts of D anD D and other pen and paper games, this is a, the the adventuring party, and he's the sane one.
2: Uh, grit, <laughs> uh cue up, cue up.
1: Yeah, how do grit. I do show?
2: Uh, oh, it, should tell it, you, it should give you a button to press. It. Yeah,
1: I'm dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I pulled go. it open and didn't do the thing.
2: You're good. You're good. Oh, um, yes,
0: Please do the thing.
2: <laughs> you are not the. Uh, you're not wrong. Actually, I didn't think of it in those terms. But yeah, it is an adventuring party, and he's the he's the reasonable, rational one, and everyone else is just. Irrational, over emotional, or just downright stupid, and he's How just like, what well, why, though? <laughs> How could like
1: not draw that comparison?" Seriously,
2: I it, it just never occurred to me until you mentioned it. It just, it just, I was just enjoying the show. It just never occurred to me that this is an adventuring party, and maybe because they're not together enough, because the the adventuring party is garbled. Uh,
0: Yaskier. what's
2: her name? Jasker, I was, yeah, Jascare and what's her name? The sorceress, Yennefer, I'm forgetting her name, Yennefer. Yeah, that's the adventuring party right now. <laughs> and Yennefer is a raging nutcase,
3: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
0: Yasker is a fool, and well, he's the bard uh, so he sings songs and he fucks dudes' wives and has to run. Well. <laughs> right.
2: That's not every bard. That's this bard, that's the, and that that's doesn't the bard exonerate. Him.
0: Yeah, that is a bard like- archetype. <laughs>
2: Well, I guess, I don't know. I've never felt that that was the bard archetype. Now, the bards betting everything they can, yes, but normally they try to stay out of trouble when they do it. But then again, maybe that's the male bard archetype. Like, the females will absolutely go around doing the same thing, but usually the bards I've seen or encountered kind of refrain from people's wives or husbands. Uh, but they're hmm. basically open to everything else. Um, oh,
1: right. That's because they don't live life life as vicariously as, you know, the truly epic bards like Jasker.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and also let's not forget <laughs> that wonderful song as soon as Frog Leap Studios puts it out on the uh on the Google Plam. I'm buying up that toss a coin to your Witcher because it's gonna be my new ringtone.
2: Yeah. Toss a coin to your Witcher, right now, right now, right
1: now. which, uh. t- to be fair, is probably the best thing he's ever the, the, that 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 Yasker has ever done.
2: No, no, it is the best thing <laughs> to to th- up to this point. It is the best thing he has ever done. <laughs> Everything else has bi- has always bitten him in the butt.
1: Uh, how do I fill up a flare?
2: Uh, it's your left trigger, or on your key yeah, on your keyboard. I don't know. For me, it's left trigger, and then you just select it. You're fine. We're yeah. all here. We're not good. Sir,
4: we
1: have to fuck them in the face. Whoa! Hello. Oh! <clears throat> Almost got burnt.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Don't stand in lava.
1: Well, duh. M- MMO 101 <laughs> Don't stand in fire. <laughs>
0: And uh, always save, constantly save, save even after you've saved.
1: That, that Okay, that's video games, but you can't save like that in MMOs. You know this. Quit acting like a scrub scrub.
2: Depends mm. on the MMO. It, it actually does depend on the MMO, MMO. Some of them let you, some of them don't. Some of them are stingy with them saves.
0: Mm-hmm. Now uh the ah, one thing fuck, that fuck. did throw me off about the Witcher and it was it was my friend Chewy that actually uh gave me the best description of it, was the way all the timelines just started off kind of separate and then slowly diverged or uh
1: converged
0: this- yeah converge
2: yeah converge yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And they just slowly converged, and then it was—it was finally at the last episode. Um, <clears throat> Geralt finally finds the girl in the woods, and it's—it uh, was very kind of kind of anticlimactic for me, at least. Now, I am wondering if Yennefer is still alive because when the uh, uh, rectoress was like, "Just go ahead and unleash your chaos," and she just burned up like burned half that
1: the course. fuck. Yeah. You know.
0: And then she like you it goes back to the rock and she's mm-hmm. not there. I was like, "Holy shit, did she burn herself out?" Like literally. I was wondering that too.
2: Actually, I also wondered that. But I assume not or cuz they like at this point in the story, they'd be killing off one of the main characters. Like well, George R.R. <laughs> R. R. Martin did not but this isn't George R.R. R. Martin. And I don't think they have the guts to do that with Jennifer because she's too big a part of the story. And they're trying she's to stay faithful to it. She's that also too, an idiot, I guess. Yeah, she's not Brilliant. the brightest. <laughs> like, she, she's it. smart, but she... She doesn't have street <sighs> smarts. Is
1: unreasonable. Yeah. Like, Daddy. hi, baby
2: yeah she she's like she's irrational and unreasonable a lot. Hmm. And yeah, they give clear reasons why she is that way. Hi. The problem is she doesn't really seem to learn from it.
0: She, hmm.
2: <clears throat> like right.
0: Like there was the whole thing where she wants her uterus back, and she thought yeah. capturing a gin would uh, give that to her. Yeah,
2: and it, it, like the entire "I want to have a child" thing, and oh, they stole that—that fr- that, yeah. they stole that from me, and then her telling Bullshit. the other. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I'm getting there. And then she's at the she's back at the tower with the new recruits and she tells them the same thing and she's like, they take that from you. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He told you before the procedure, in order to remake it, you have to give something of equal, so you will never be able to give life. And she was like, do it. And she gave she told him to do it. And then and watched him do it. it.
0: Yeah, she didn't take any kind of sedative either, so she suffered through it.
2: Yeah. So for her to then turn around and be like, No, they took it from me. They stole it from me. They didn't tell they didn't tell me. It's like you he you were literally looked in the eyes and told exactly how this was gonna go. And I was <laughs> like, Yeah. Yennefer's character is a good character. I just don't like her character. Like she right. is the most ratchet, irresponsible, <laughs> irrational character in that show. Like she is such a like she is such a jerk. She's just a jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, and that makes me that makes me think of the uh, the episode where she's in the stagecoach with the concubine. And she's just like got that pissed off board look on her face and the concubine's trying to chat her up or whatever and she's like, I've been doing this shit for thirty fucking years. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, the- envious the- Sorry, go ahead
2: oh no you're, you're, you're fine um, actually I think you were right I think that was the queen at the time and the reason the assassin was sent was because she was only giving him girls so he was just going to kill her take another queen so he could get so he could hopefully get a, a male heir right um, uh, and actually I thought it was on, and when she tried to uh basically sacrifice the kid for her own life. I was I honestly I I thought that was a good part of the show because so rarely will shows actually show how bad women can be. Like it's nothing for a show to show men being terrible, but it's rare for a show to actually go, "No, women are just as bad. You just got to put them in the situations where they're just as bad." That's it. Otherwise they're just as bad so i thought that was actually uh i thought that was really good to show no it's men it's not just men are the problem women are just as much a part of the problem you can't have two sides of a well right people (laughs) are the problem you can't have two sides of a species walking through life for as long as we have and be like no it's just one side that's the problem (laughs) that's just outright false (laughs) Um, and Yennefer is an example of that the queen of century was an example of that like
0: and I've got I, something I, about and- no no you're good I'm dead
1: I I actually like the queen The talking about the <clears throat> one who uh, tried the, to the deny the. Ass.
0: yeah yeah the one who I, tried to yeah. deny the writer I thought Surprise. she was great
2: and I thought she was, she was great, and then uh, yeah, but she was stupid, right? Like I thought she was great, I liked her too, but she was really stupid when she just was like, "I don't care about the law of surprise,"
1: right? Like, and she
2: thought that
0: ultimately flipped her over,
1: <laughs> right? Uh, like the the problem with her throwing the right of surprise and being like that's a man's tradition is after the first time she saw it happen literally saw it happen in front of her with undeniable proof that it's a thing that you don't try to outwit destiny or outplay it or anything like that
3: or she should buy been- it
1: <laughs> right Like, at that point, it's like, oh, well, I guess it's not a man's tradition. I guess it's literally just fate or destiny or whatever. Right. That's when you you throw your hands in the air and be like, okay, well, it is what it is.
2: Yeah, and I, I pointed this out to Ian and David when we were talking about it in the last podcast about how she literally... She would literally go through with all the other male traditions, because she's literally talking to her daughter about how stupid men are and all their dumb traditions and stuff. But she goes along with those traditions. But when every man in that place is like, law of surprise, can't do nothing about that. That's the time she detry- She decides to put her foot down and be like, man's law's got nothing to do with me. It's like, you're literally <laughs> following every other law. This is the one you want to mess with. This It's the law that no one else will mess with that you want to mess
0: with. Okay. <laughs> that you're makes right. sense. <laughs> and uh, so um, Critish, you, you probably don't know, and any new listeners who have Mr. Creepy probably don't know, but uh, I listened to a podcast called Red Pilled America. I got Gerald to listen to it, you know, just for, uh, you know, stuff to rest about. And uh, they had a fellow named Andrew Clavin on their show, and I now follow him and uh, I listen to his show. He actually, uh, his only episode of this week, because he only does four episodes a week, he actually talked about The Witcher. And his uh, his take on it was very, uh, we'll, we'll say it was nasty towards uh, the Queen of the Lioness, put it that way. It was kind uh, to- of nasty towards... Of, yeah centra yeah. yeah the queen of centra and <laughs> yeah because uh, yeah. she's very kind of vulgar he basically was like yeah she's really mannish and like she espouses like all the nasty shit about men but he was touting the virtues of yennefer because she wanted to you know, give up, you know, all the prettiness and all the all the fame and, and glory just so she could have a kid. But uh, I don't know. No. I think more ha- she was Oh sorry, I
1: could
3: tell you.
0: Yeah. I think more she was just bored of all the palace intrigue and just wanted to, you know and also probably was and they it happened when she uh, chased down the the hot Lenny Kravitz dude. I uh, can't think of his name, so I just
1: her him- her first love or whatever.
0: Yeah, like she chased him yeah. down, like, hey, you know we could, we could still do that thing, and he was all like, "Nah, no, we can't," mm-hmm. and then left, and, and she was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs>
2: yeah, which I also thought was really good in the show too. It was nice to see all of these. Thi- it was nice to see where this. Okay, so the fact that this guy was tooting up Yennefer, talking about, oh, she'd give up all the glamorous things, that's because she'd already had her fill of it. She'd already gotten what she'd wanted, and then she found – get by getting what she wanted, oh, well, that no sucks, and I don't want it anymore. So now yeah. I want to have a kid. She was just going from one extreme to the next. She didn't learn anything from it. She didn't realize right. what the problem was, right? And yeah. that's why I thought the Lenny Kravitz scene where he didn't take her back was really good because he's like, "No, I was true in my feelings for you. We both messed up. We both spied on each other. I had no idea how that information was going to be used. But when we got to this point, you decided it was easier to run off and just do whatever you wanted rather than try to figure this out. Now the only reason you're back." Is because you don't have anything else. Right. I, like he, he. It was literally he, him valuing himself. Uh, because she didn't. She only valued him as an option. Because she didn't have anything else that she valued. Right. And so I thought that that was actually a really good scene where she just didn't get what she wanted because she was pretty or because she was powerful. In that scene, the only it. reason she was there is because that was the only other thing she could think to do. And he just wasn't having it. He was like, that's not what I want out of a relationship. If if Ouch. I am your last option, then I'm not an option. I'm just a convenience. And I don't want to hmm. be that. Mm -hmm. so I thought that that was a really really Mm -hmm. good moment and you think she would learn something from it she didn't (laughs) (laughs) like she didn't
0: I mean you know also at the same time and this is probably me being a little too much of an idealist you know growing up being a half elf hunchback with a busted up jaw and then once she got pretty you'd think she could take that with a grain of salt but you know knowing that when she you know had access to that power and you know Gerald as we like to say absolute power corrupts absolutely
2: Mm -hmm. it tends to in 99% of the humans who get it yeah
0: Yeah.
2: I even kind of notice it a little bit in myself and how my personality kind of changes when I'm in a position of absolute uh (laughs) especially like in video games like i absolutely do notice an actual change in my personality it's it is not as extreme it's not like extreme but i will put up with a lot less than i normally (laughs) do like it's, it's 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 i've noticed that um but but they always tell you, right? Never negotiate from – always negotiate from a position of power. Never negotiate. You can't negotiate from a position of weakness. Um, but uh, But yeah, it's like when it comes to Yennefer, it's like it, – and, and I don't – I'm not mad at her – like, is I don't like it. the fact that I don't like Yennefer's character because I like her character, but I don't like her as a person. And the reason that is, is I'm not uh, I'm not opposed to her kind of losing herself and getting the things that she wanted. She was treated really bad for the majority of her life. And she finally got into a position where not only did she have power over others, but others wanted her. Because she never felt wanted, except for by the Lenny oh, yeah. Kravitz dude. But then she felt betrayed, and that you could root back to what her father did to her, right?
0: Four so, marks. Four marks right. was all so, it took.
2: Yeah, so I can understand where she's coming from, but, but the show makes it a point to prove that everything she thought was right was wrong. But she never reflects on that, and then and then goes, well, maybe I was wrong this entire time. Maybe the fact that I want a child isn't anyone's fault but my own, and maybe I need to accept the fact that I gave that up, and there's no way around it. And maybe I have been being way too reckless, like Geralt has been telling me. But no, she never gets to a point where she comes to an understanding of that she let herself go too far and she needs to recenter herself right she just just keeps going she just it's like uh there was a meme i saw about a lot of these uh female-led cartoons lately where all the female characters are terrible and they keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again and it's like a strong female a strong female lead who just keeps screwing up over and over and over again. And it's like, yeah, it's like that. It's like, yeah, Jennifer is a strong female lead that keeps screwing up over and over again. That doesn't make her a role model. Now, if she messed up and then learned from that mess up, that would be one thing, but that's not what's happening. She's just messing up and then going to the next thing thinking that'll get her what she wants instead of realizing that what she wants isn't the problem. And that what she wants is her running to it because she doesn't want to deal with what's really going on inside her own head, right? And Geralt is there as a kind of voice of reason trying to tell her, look, Jennifer, stop stop you're going to destroy yourself and she's like well uh, he's like men don't tell me what to do and don't take don't think you can control me and tell me what to do and da, da, da. And he's just like <laughs> no really you're letting you're out of control stop <laughs> right. so yeah like yennefer is not someone to admire and I think that is the entire point of her character. She's pretty and she's powerful and she's smart. So those should be all the combinations of that someone you admire, that's someone that you pattern yourself out of. Because look how smart and beautiful and powerful she is. But no, Jennifer is literally the opposite. That is literally not what you want to be. She is not the person you want to model yourself off of. Geralt is the person you want to model yourself off of. (laughs) Right. Excuse
0: me. And Um, and and Jasker
2: is just an idiot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but he's a fun idiot.
2: He is a fun idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like, if we're being honest, I'm the Jasker of my friends. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, don't no, mm. don't put yourself down like that, man. No, hey,
1: no, 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 no. no. no, no. I'm, I'm 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 not. I I am the not as <laughs> pretty yasker. I like to tell stories badly. Uh, I actually have no musical talent, but I'm fun <laughs> to be around.
0: That mm, that actually makes me wonder, Gerald. Am I the yasker? <laughs>
2: Oh, well, I don't know. Are all those points that uh, Crit just made, did they apply to you as well?
0: Sometimes.
2: (laughs) Uh, I like to think I'm not the Jaskier. Maybe I am, but I'd like to think, no, I'm not, because I'm not an idiot like him. Like, I'm not Geralt, but I'd like to think I have, I'm as reasonable as Geralt is.
0: Well, I think we'd all like to think we're as reasonable as he is, but... I doubt. Not always the uh not always the point. Um Krittish, go ahead and accept uh, before we leave without
3: oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, oh. Yep, yep. we are in a hunt. There we go. But uh... um but another thing uh like and I'm and I'm trying to think back on this because there was the one up ep- the episode with the gin now i'll admit i was lots of beers into watching witcher at that point and i hadn't even paid attention to the previous episode where i thought uh yasker was uh making all the wishes and that's why she kidnapped him but it was actually uh geralt that was making the wishes
1: mhm which is a funny way of doing that of finding out
0: yeah but up to that point wasn't there a physical attraction between the two of them and I mean uh, Geralt and Yennefer
2: yeah because they had well no this was his first uh, it was their first meeting but yes there did seem to be some form of chemistry between the two of them um, okay. Right. T- to be fair, but, to be fair,
1: uh, he met her at a sex party that she was forcibly yeah, creating. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. mean,
3: well, can you okay, really say so,
1: it's a physical attraction instead of well, just <laughs> lust because wait, of situation? What?
2: Well, no, because remember, Geralt was not affected. It wasn't until she dismissed her enchantment over everyone else and actually focused on him that she was able to affect him she even mentioned that he was uh abnormally resistant to her yeah so but... his first attraction to her and remember he wasn't really giving her the time of day he was like hey i need help for my friend but there was yeah. an obvious attraction there but it's Garol. he he was more interested in getting the job done than wor- than worrying about his libido at the time. Um, True, you know, because he's a reasonable person. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I I would um, venture
1: to say that that goes beyond reasonable, and into the <laughs> realm of you know actually
0: hyper
2: focused.
0: No, um. Well, you know, you're not wrong um, in that well, either.
2: Yeah, I I will say you're not wrong in that, but I like, but yeah, I I feel like, yes, it would be both.
0: Um, Right. So, so my thing was, and you know, like I said, I was, I was a handful of beers in while watching Um, uh, Geralt used the last wish to make her attracted to him or to make her fall in love with him.
2: No, uh, basically uh, and they didn't say exactly what his wish was, they never said exactly what the wish was uh, right. he says he wished for the djinn to be free which because it, it it's only a it, it's, it's only an evil creature when it's bound, otherwise the djinn's are basically angels and they return to the higher planes once they're freed so hmm. he freed it but in doing so, he somehow bound his and Jennifer's destinies together. He entwined, he entwined wow. them, sort of like the law of surprise. Yeah. So, so that's why he was later in the episodes. He was talking about how uh, they just keep running into each other, keep running into each other. That was right. due to the wish, which is part of why she got so mad, which is understandable. Yeah. This, was, this is one of the few times right, where uh... –
1: hmm? sorry. Distracted my oh, kids. Man, Go.
2: Out. <laughs> oh. um, yep. This is one of the few times where her anger was justified. And I understand what she meant by, well, how do we know the feelings we feel for each other mean anything? Or if it's just the effects of the wish trying to keep us together and keep our paths going in the same direction. And that was just the wish. That was the best way the wish knew to do that. Right. So uh, I understand her anger there. But I, so he didn't mean for it to happen that way, and there's still no evidence saying that his wish is specifically affecting that, right? right. Um. We just – they just think that that's what's going on, and so the audience is led to think that's what's going on. Um, right. I think the it, attraction actually
0: – go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that was, a, that was a question I had had about that because – it seemed like I, because like yeah, I could I could understand her being pissed off about that. I really could. Yeah. And then yeah, but yeah, go ahead, continue.
2: Well, no, that that's the long and short of it. We don't actually know at this point. Uh, them being together may even be a symptom of the law of surprise.
0: <laughs> that, that over, overarching, all encompassing fingers in every pie, law of surprise. Kind of like the fourth. I I am...
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's not just... It's not actually called the law of surprise. That that's just what it came to be known as. But I'm almost positive I will find out later that that's actually not
0: what it's called. Right. And Of course, we'll have to wait until 2021 to find out.
2: Yeah... That's too bad, yeah, that's really, really too bad
0: as, uh, like thanks, Netflix, you give us a friggin awesome show we get- thanks, <laughs> yeah, it's like they they
2: like they hit this one out of the park and then we get a year to not be able to do anything. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I have to find something else to talk about, but you know, we will do what we will do. Um, yeah. But yeah. So like the whole, the whole thing that, that threw me off until, and if I've already said this, I apologize. Um mm-hmm. But the whole thing that threw me off was how everything seemed on. Like I'd even asked you when we both started watching, I was like, different times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was certainly an interesting way to structure the show.
2: Well, I understand why they did it. It was absolutely for the character, uh, character. the uh, character development. Um, plus, the fact that Univer and Garol have been around for much longer than Siri. Apparently, it was one of the things that a lot of people apparently were angry about. Is that Siri didn't just start in her grown-up, adult badass? Uh, phase. Instead, they pulled her all the way back to her being a child. Which I don't think is a... Which I do not think is a bad thing. And I feel like the show might have suffered for it if they had started with Siri as an adult. Because... If I – if, if, uh, from what I do know of The Witcher, I haven't played the game and I haven't read the books, but from what little I know of The Witcher, Siri and Geralt don't spend a lot of time together once she becomes an adult and is self-sufficient. Once she becomes a Witcher herself and goes off on hunts, they don't actually spend a lot of time together. So she's off by herself a lot of the time. So you need to be able to – they wanted to grow this character, and it gives them more of a show to make, right? Because if you get into the habit of this show could very easily have been monster of the day. Like what's the Mm. monster of the episode? And I feel like (laughs) if they had started off with adult Siri, that's what it would have been. What monster is she killing this time and that would have been all the show was this way they make it more about the characters and I like that I don't think it detracts from anything Um, and it gives and I feel like it'll give us more of a if the writers continue to do as good a job as they're doing I feel like when we do get to adult Siri it'll be that much more impactful and it'll be that much better Right. Um, yeah uh the only thing the only i thing didn't like, didn't really like, like is Willow, that uh when they waited all the it's way the time, to the last time. episode for siri and uh Geralt to Geralt. that's what yeah. i that's what i hated i was i would have I really wanted them to do it like in the middle of the series, so we could get more interaction between Siri and Garol. Because um, a lot of what some people have been saying is that twelve-year-old Siri was un was just an uninteresting character, and her arc was the weakest because she didn't really yeah. have much to do except run around. Which is why I'd hoped in the middle of this season they would have met and we would have gotten more character out of Siri. Right. Um,
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, uninteresting character aside, you know, seeing her have to be Zintra because of the Niflheim or, yeah, whatever their fucking name is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then seeing her have to, you know, essentially just strike out on her own to stay safe. Then she comes across the I guess he's a young dark elf. Hmm. Um, okay, great. Hmm.
2: Uh, he needs shock shock orbs, so I'll set us up for uh, a shock patrol. Continue. Yeah,
0: yeah, but so the the one the I'm a, I'm gonna call him a dark elf because he had elf ears and he was black. So you know, call me racist if you want. I'm just saying that's what he looked like to me and uh, so she meets you know they meet and he helps her out of a couple sticky situations Then they get to the woods and you know i'm kind of like you when the hell are her and girl gonna meet and you know she they get to these woods where you know they have those wood elves and like oh if she drinks the water and she keeps drinking she's gonna forget how the hell are they gonna meet and then, yeah. And then at that point, uh, Mouseack, which I referred to him as Ballsack in our chat, uh, could, I don't see just...
1: either of you two here.
0: Where
2: about? I'm about to get in now.
1: Okay, I was having a yeah. panic attack.
2: <laughs> You're still in the <laughs> lobby, right? Yeah.
1: Also, why do you have a Fu Manchu-looking beard goatee thing in this?
2: That was one of the uh, facial hair options, and that was the one that I thought was the best out of the options. Even over clean shaven, which also didn't appeal to me.
0: Well, like like for me, I've got the fancy mustache and goatee. In real life, Mm -hmm. I have the goatee and mustache connection thing, and they didn't have that option, so I just took the fancy mustache and goatee. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so so, like, you know, they get to the to the forest, and you know, I, I'm guessing time is fluid to use the, I guess, the one term uh, for this in in all this because we don't like we don't do we know how long it was in the forest before Balsack came to uh, get her?
2: Not very long, like maybe a couple days. Maybe like okay. well, actually, no, only like a day or two,
3: right, I and think
2: the forest is the forest is magical, but oh. it doesn't seem to mess around with normal time laws
3: hmm.
1: i I feel like it was longer than that, right, yeah, because it they had time to do like a council and all that Will! it's enough, sorry, yeah,
2: random cause... dad attack, yeah, but it yeah, couldn't it's... have been more than a week
0: well it was, well, yeah, you know, long enough that the uh... The Wood Elf Queen took a liking to.
2: Yeah, theory. but I she think... took a liking to her in like their first meeting.
3: Mm.
1: I, I think she's less Wood Elf, more Amazon.
2: Yeah, they—they. They, I, I thought Amazons when I saw it too.
0: Well, I mean, they're—they're they're elves, though. Is the thing so? No, Ocean. they're not.
1: No, she they're wasn't. Not.
0: They're Anyone not elves.
1: They're not no. elves.
0: Oh. They're... Maybe I need to watch it uh, less drunk.
1: <laughs> Probably. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, that
1: is generally the best way of doing that.
2: Uh, someone Listen, yeah, player. declare. For details and stuff.
0: Listen here, uh, am I being okay. detained? Because I'm a sovereign citizen here. Come on now. You're being detained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I will not be detained. But yeah, I like, will not be contained. Wait, what? But the uh, the parting advice that the that the forest queen gave her, like the ask you know ask the right questions, which definitely helped her because uh, I missed. Uh, yeah, because wasn't Mousack. He was, as I called him, Ballsack. He was. Uh, he was I
1: was waiting when that was going to come up because I knew it was going to happen yeah, eventually.
0: Yeah. I- don't
2: well I did too, but I don't understand why you and Ian don't like Mausack. Like I no, don't get it's,
0: it. it's no. It was in that particular episode where Mausak no, no. wasn't acting like Mousak.
1: i Right. I have no problem with Mousack. I have a problem with Balsack. The doppelganger right. version of him.
0: I'm yeah. That's All that's right. why I call we love who
1: you remember. Sure i
0: that's okay. One. Said it as well because he just didn't seem like Malsak. He had these odd, you know, gestures. He was the look on his face just screamed to me like this, this is some something else trying to be him. So that's why. I well, him right.
3: B-
2: well, you didn't I'm even it, you didn't even have to notice that they literally showed him killing Mausack and taking his form.
1: Uh, I think he means from her perspective. Like, yeah. he doesn't know how she couldn't have noticed.
3: Well, well yeah.
2: she did eventually, oh, but uh, oh, there was no reason. She was just... so in... Oh, sorry, continue your thought.
0: Yeah, and that's because when the, when the wood queen said, make sure you ask the right questions, and... I was actually living it from series viewpoint because I literally don't remember that, uh, you know, Malasak being killed. So I'm seeing this this dude that looks like Malasak but ain't acting like him. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? What the fuck is going on? I don't like balls.
2: Okay, so yeah, so for for me, it was, of course, she thought it was him. Because when he first ran into her, she was just happy that he found her. That someone she knew and recognized she'd been found. Like, right. She was just happy about that. So of course she didn't at first notice anything was wrong. The audience knows it's not him because they showed us him, uh, mausak being killed and his form being taken by the doppelganger. Right. Um, and that was just the extra added... Uh, that was the extra added tension of we know, but they don't. Can you not hear me, David? Crit, you still uh,
1: there? I'm here. I can hear you.
2: Oh, he may have gotten. Maybe he got disconnected. Then. Uh, hold on. I will let him know he may have gotten disconnected.
0: Oh. Okay, so it started. It, it okay. got wonky go. at about forty-eight minutes.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, we have to keep an eye on that, so we start yeah. taking breaks at like thirty, thirty-five.
0: Yeah. So continue. Um. But yeah, Not like from. Uh, I'm just reminding for everybody.
2: Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, from my perspective, the reason Siri just didn't notice anything was wrong at first is because she was just happy to have been found by someone she knew and trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's why, as they kept going and he started acting more and more out of character, she was like, Yeah, something's up. And then the elf, because I don't think they make a distinction in this world between elves. An elf is an elf, there are no dark elves or high elves, an elf is an elf.
1: Uh, on me guys Mm
3: -hmm.
2: so when uh, her elf friend was like hey he's acting weird that only shed even more light on it which is why she then started asking him questions he obviously couldn't answer which is weird because they made it seem like when the doppelganger doppelganger copied him he also copied all of his memories
1: right he had all of his memories but that doesn't necessarily mean he has perfect recall
0: Right. And he might mm. not have even had a total recall. Mm.
1: If that's a movie God, reference, man. you should be ashamed. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> another, it's another bad pun.
2: You should feel bad. You should feel real bad.
0: Your puns are bad and you should feel bad.
2: Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I actually didn't think there was anything out of the ordinary. It was just giving tension to the audience because we knew we knew it wasn't mousesack she did, so it was just instilling uh tension
0: right <clears throat> and then and then that's when we meet uh what's his face from Nilfgaard. yeah nofgard not not nofheim nofgard yeah and, uh, he seems to have a certain kind of set of intentions, but then at the same time uh you know once he finds out that this series is another one of these doppelgangers, he gets real pissed.
2: <laughs> well, it seems to be a religious thing for Niffle high because they keep talking about the white flame yeah. and uh even in the battle with the mages they uh they they were talking about how uh the niff niffle guard guys were uh were just fanatical about it yeah yeah and uh when Geralt killed the one he was like trying to question him and he was like you know tell me what i want to know or i'm gonna end you here and he's like i'm already saved right yeah. So it seems to be this Niflgar seems to be this huge religious cult right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um And then as the dude's dying after Geralt stabs him in the chest, he starts to say like I guess a a version of the Lord's prayer.
2: Yeah. Um also, what I thought was kind of interesting is the the, the main guy, uh, the the leader, when he first captures Siri, he uh, he's riding off with her, and okay. she screams you know do, and like causes like the sonic yeah. scream, and he, she does it like two or three more times, and she knocks over that like, monument or tall rock spire. He looks genuinely terrified. Um, and they always yeah. keep talking about you didn't tell me what she was. They always refer to Siri like you didn't tell us what she was. You didn't tell me what she was. So right. it keeps making me wonder <laughs> me that Siri is just this powerful being. She seems to be an actual character in some kind of like legend or something. Like She seems to be...
3: Uh-huh
2: she seems to actually be something that affects the entirety of the world because the way they talk about it is that by getting a hold of her and taking her to where she's supposed to be which is what they say that they will thus save the entire world or some stuff like or something like that
0: right and then there's that scene after she steals either clip or clop and the uh, other centrons show up is that what you're referring to
2: uh the the boys that she was she used to play like uh Knuckles with basically. Yeah. Uh yeah, the dice game she was playing with. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: and then they like start you know, they throw her down and she keeps she keeps trying to get up and he keeps throwing her down, then all of a sudden she screams and then everything goes black. And then that's when the, uh, the chick that looks like Xena Warrior Princess shows up again and takes her back to her, uh, to her hut. And then it shows like top down and it looks like a, it almost looks like a cross from where she had passed out. And like everything is, everything, all the grass is flattened. All the dudes are like in trees broken in half. The horse is dead.
2: Yeah, Everything got blasted away, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't seem to just be... Like, because her mom, when the entire thing happened with the lioness in the court of Sentra, and her mom, her grandmother, I I completely forget the lioness's name, uh, but when the lioness tried to kill her daughter's basically fiancé, the man she wanted to Mm -hmm. marry, and she screams and then causes that huge tornado. And uh, she starts speaking in elvish. Um, And they talk about how in the stories uh, elves used ancient elven magics, and when humans first showed up, the elves taught humans how to use magic so that they could better survive, and then the humans mm-hmm. turned on them and, you know, uh, killed them and basically killed them all. And that's or a running Or drove thing. them away. Or drove they them drew, off, yeah.
0: Yeah, they drove them off, because in the first or second episode when uh, Geralt and Yasker get kidnapped by the the elf king, Mm -hmm. And then like that's And then like that's the last we see of them Did they Did Geralt kill them all You need
2: to No more drinking when you watch a show (laughs) Like stop it (laughs) Like, seriously, dude. That was like a major plot point. And you're like, stop it. (laughs) No, he didn't kill them all. Okay, Uh, I didn't think so. Basically what happened is, it's not that the humans drove the elves out. The humans actually slaughtered the elves. The ones that got drove out were the ones that were able to get away Um and in that episode uh, (laughs) that you couldn't pay attention to, um, the Elven King was even was like last uh, week. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll go with that. You slept since then. All right. Yes. Yes. I seem to know a lot of people like that. Um, Hey, but uh, yeah, I know. I seem to know a lot of people like that. (laughs) Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> but, uh, um, basically, what happened in the episode is the Elven King was—he's not even an Elven King. He—he he was never royalty. He was actually—he, uh, I think, he was of noble birth, but he was never royalty. The reason he became king is because he led an uprising. Uh, a slave uprising, and broke free. So all the elves that broke out with him named him king. And even um, series uh, even Ciri's elf companion, uh, the elf boy that she was traveling with, even he talks mm-hmm. about how the humans had huge pits where they were just throwing the bodies of, of, of elven men, women, and children into it after they killed them, and how they were going around murdering elven babies right out of cradles and things like that. It wasn't that oh. they dro- the humans drove them out. The humans literally tried to eradicate them.
0: And I remember and, when they were in the forest and Siri had actually told him who she was, and he, he was like, what the fuck?
2: Right because her grandmother was a part of that like hmm. siri was under the impression because like humans tend to do the propaganda was that the elves were doing bad things and they were just fighting against that but what actually was happening is that even her own even her own grandmother had been part of that slaughter the elves never attacked humans humans attacked the elves as far as the show recounts it right so what happened in that episode is uh one of the things that was said because the Elven King was going to kill Garalt, but the Sylvan that Geralt decided he wasn't going to kill told yeah, him that. The one hey, that looked
0: like uh, kind of like a Minotaur. Centaur. Yeah,
2: no, cent- he wasn't a Cent he was a Sylvan. He was a right, uh,
0: he, he looked he had like a bull's head.
2: No, he didn't. It, 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 that's what I'm trying to get uh, that's what I'm trying to say he was uh not a minotaur or a centaur or anything like that he was a uh he was a satyr
1: oh i i meant to say satyr that uh, yeah. yeah he
2: was a satyr um and he told the elven <laughs> king hey he could have killed me but he didn't and when the elven king is like uh and they they talk at length about uh, and they talk at the elven king talks at length with garal and garal is like why don't you moved to somewhere else grow strong again and the other elven girl is like no we need to stay and fight and he's like well you can't you'll all be killed D- if when you if you if you do the things that you're currently doing you prove all the humans right in what they think of you but if you go and and find a safe place for your people to go strong again then you're you're who you used to be you're better than who you used to be and they have to accept that and Part of that conversation was, well, they you know, they, uh, they, persecute you. How do you deal with it? And he's like, I've learned to live with them. You can too. Um, and he makes a point when at one point they call him human and Geralt goes, don't call me human because they don't consider me human and I don't consider myself human because I know what humans are. I know that they are the way they are because that's just their nature, but I also understand what they are and that's not what I am. That's why a lot of the times throughout the show, he's like, uh, everyone keeps telling me the lesser of two evils, but all I see is an evil and an evil. So if all I have is – if the only choice I have is evil or evil, I just won't make a choice. Like he he, he makes that distinction like three times. Right. Though I think later on they make him have to go back on it though, which Hmm. – There's never going to come. There's always going to be a situation where you don't have a choice.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I remember. Now I was under the impression satyrs were half human, half goat, but the goat part was from the waist down. But I guess that's either well, way. No, you're not well,
2: wrong. But this is their version of one. Yeah. Right. That's why he's called yeah. a Sylvan. He's not called a Seder, He's called a Sylvan.
0: Right.
1: I mean, his his dad may have just really liked goats. Fuck, we don't know.
0: Well, I mean, I mean was his, was his dad <sighs> from New Zealand?
1: That that's sheep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Were we talking you know, about that at one point in time?
3: When like we said something.
2: We were talking about somebody harassing livestock, and I was like, context. <laughs> <laughs> <It> <laughs> I forget have. that what that was.
0: But uh, you know, that, that when you, you're talking about uh Siri as an adult, I actually wanted to uh, bring this up because when Geralt was talking to the lioness he had mentioned that the place that made witchers no longer existed. So how does she become a witcher?
2: Um, we don't know yet. I haven't read yet. the book, so I don't know, and I haven't played the game, so I don't know, but we don't know yet. Right. So that'll um, be
0: something that'll be something we have to wait a year for, I guess.
2: Yeah. And it might be that she's not made into a witcher because she's basically a mutant in and of herself. Because they call supernatural creatures mutants. So because right. of her power, she may already be a mutant herself. So all yeah. it is is that she she's a witcher because Drew Garalt trained her to be a witcher. She hasn't gone hmm. through like she may not have gone through the magical transformation that makes witchers what they are.
3: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: Could be,
2: but good show. I'm really looking forward to the next season. I'm really looking forward to the next season. Can't wait. Yes. Hopefully, as fans, we can hound them enough that they'll uh, they'll, they'll put a move on and uh, get it uh, get it out uh, in 2020 rather than in 2021. But it then again, mad. I don't want to rush them. I'd rather them take their
0: time and do it right than rush it out, honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah I was yeah, we'll, just about to raise that point.
0: Yeah, we'll find something else to, to watch and talk about <laughs> in oh. between, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, um, just, I'm no, looking it's forward be a really to dull a new board.
3: season. Uh... Oh, go ahead.
1: I said, if not, it's going to be a real dull podcast. Moving along. All
2: right. <laughs> well, I'm also hoping that they come out with a uh, new season of the boys soon. Um I'm real I, I really like that one too, and I, I hope they come out with a new season of it. Um I'd also like to see a new season of uh ooh, what was the other one that I watched? It's on the it's it's also on um Amazon Prime. Uh something Row. Something Row. Can't think of what it is. Uh, but I can't Ro. think of the name. No, not Saints Row. Uh, it's a different one. Mm. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll look it up. But, uh, yeah. but uh, so, yeah, I'm really hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping for a lot of second seasons to a lot of good shows.
0: Yeah. So let us go ahead and move on uh, from The Witcher. Also, I do agree. Good show. Good show. And I would also rather them. Ow, oh, you fucker! You just like slip right through me um i would also then take the time and make it as good as this one was and not do a rush job just because the neckbeards of the world want want it now but uh our next next it'll be a brief topic uh is the 2020 olympics and at first when i saw this article and i had posed it to to gerald i was like wait is this like the like a version of the Onion or Duffel Blog or some shit? But no, it's actually legit. The 2020 Olympics are happening in Tokyo. And as of the time I read that article, they're having uh, Japanese school children vote on other characters, but they're, the main mascots of the 2020 Olympics are, and I don't have them all, but there's... Son Goku, Naruto, Sailor Moon, Astro Boy, and Shin-chan. There's two others, but I don't know what anime they're from, so I don't remember them. There's three others. Three others, I don't remember what the other three were. But those are the the mascots for the 2020 Olympics. I thought that was uh, something interesting to mention.
1: Mm. Uh, Gee, we could really use your help up here
3: Out
2: Okay uh, uh, Sorry, I wasn't I I heard Olympics and mascots And I zoned out What did I miss?
1: (laughs) Uh, Us us getting our ass kicked up top
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm headed toward you I I am (sighs) I'm I'm gathering things Uh, Sorry well, not stop sorry,
1: but... <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, well,
2: be better and stop getting your butts kicked.
1: Well, well, I'm
0: trying. Here. Well, three of us. Where the fuck are you at? Are you uh, off I'm, I'm here now. I was all no, gathering stuff. Critish, where's Critish?
1: I am well, here trying you're... to blow up pylons.
0: Yeah, you're off in the distance. Must construct additional pylons. Ow, ow, ow. Down. Oop.
2: No, Hang on. No, see no, if no, I can no, get to stuck you. On, stuck on tree. Uh, no, I will do my hit. best to get rid of additional pylons.
1: Yeah, but, uh, there's
0: a lot of them.
2: Uh, yeah. You have, you have to, to keep, wait. one of us has to keep them under control over anything else, uh, or else this is impossible.
0: The, have to wait for the, there we go. Yeah, but I was saying, uh, but I, I think you're actually being facetious, Gerald, when you said you uh, had zoned out.
2: Well, no, I, I, sorry, I completely zoned out. So please repeat yourself. No. I, I did yeah, not do it so, on purpose. I just zoned <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> so there, uh, I believe there's eight, eight or nine mascots for the Tokyo Olympics. And the ones that I remember from the article are Son Goku, Naruto, Sailor Moon, Shinjon, and uh, Astro Boy. So yeah, there's eight okay. of them. I remember who the other three were. Two of them were from the same anime, and then the other one was from another anime I I'd never seen.
2: Basically, all the big names. It sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. If they're gonna do, if they're gonna do uh, a theme like, if they're gonna do a theme, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but then also at the same time, do they really want a mascot that's like a super, super strong, but was dropped on his head as a young Saiyan? (laughs)
2: Uh, Everyone else seems to want to. Like, honest, uh, Goku used to be my favorite character, but man, they ruined him. They just ruined him.
1: To be fair, Goku is a kid, not bad. Goku is an adult, retard.
2: Yeah, clinically, and it's even worse than Dragon Ball Super. Like, just clinically retarded.
0: And I'm sure you'll uh, get on that in your rant coming up towards the end of the podcast. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we'll we'll go over that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, I just wanted to lines. yeah, I just wanted to mention that on this episode because I had seen that and I was like, oh shit. Goku's the mascot for the or for uh, Olympics. Hang on a second. Had to hit the mute button. So um, we'll call that segment here. And when we come back, Gerald's going to tell us about how galaxies are connected by structures of dust. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely interested to hear this. So we will be right back after. Yeah, we'll say after a uh, word from our sponsor. Yep. Right. I love it uh, when everybody joins at almost the same time. How about that sponsor message? Huh? That was pretty badass. Anyways, so cool. welcome, and uh, <laughs> Gerald, tell us about how galaxies are connected by dust structures. It sounds very Illuminati-ish to me. Wait, why does it sound?
2: Not the ish.
0: That's me being facetious again. Because oh. I was gonna I was gonna tie I was gonna tie back in the lizard people and all your interns in uh total okay.
2: War. <laughs> okay. Well hold uh, hold on just a second and we'll go over this.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh can't
2: do, have that air. Needed light. Needed light so uh-huh. I could actually like read my notes and stuff.
0: Uh, um, I was supposed to be part of the prep. Come on now.
2: Well, I, I had <laughs> light and then you know the sun started going down. My bad. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> oh, there, uh, um, it knew it was going to talk
2: about you behind its back so it's like, well, fuck
0: you. Oh,
2: tell the sun to get good. Sun needs to do what it's told. It has no rights. <laughs> Maybe you that's light why- up the sky and make sure I can read, and you don't do nothing else unless you're told son. <laughs> that's how this works.
0: <laughs> so next time on Total War Warhammer, Gerald makes the Sun one of his interns. <laughs>
2: well, no, he could be HR. I mean it is the sun.
1: Seriously, we need to have a stream that is just us doing interns. Actually, that campfire, That, campi- <laughs> that, campi- campi- that uh, campaign's campaign is about to end anyway, which, as fun as it is, I'm, I'm glad to move
2: on from it. It's been long. It really has.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, and people keep putting themselves directly in harm's way to, and pissing us off and, and
2: making us bigger
4: <laughs> right
2: it's like <laughs> they're just feeding the machine at this time
1: <laughs> oh oh! you mean you're going to be my next victim okay I suppose all, we're going
0: uh, well Bang, this is how zero. bad
2: th- this is how overfed we've gotten in this campaign i we we together control uh, a quarter of the entire map period
1: and, and the map is we're working on huge.
2: yeah the map is huge we control a quarter of it
1: it's, Whatever it's basic-
2: you want to
0: how Bigly the map is
1: it's basically uh north america and north america south america and Europe, and uh instead of Africa, you have uh Arabia,
0: hmm. yeah, so basically you're gonna build the walls and make them pay for it, gotcha. Oh, we already uh,
2: built the walls and they already paid for it.
0: <laughs> Unlike
2: Trump, when I say something's going to happen, it happens. <laughs> to, to, to be completely clear. And it clear doesn't here, happen like a year later. It happens like within months.
1: <laughs> to to be completely clear here, uh the 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 what we have done isn't build a wall we have built a wall made out of warriors and now they have to try to get past them. And if they don't, they get free internships.
0: Free internships for everyone. Woohoo! Emphasis
4: um on
2: free. (laughs) (laughs) So understand that it is very hard to maintain multiple armies in that game without Mm. serious income. I have eleven armies on that map. By... I have more armies than most nations have settlements.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> to, to, put this, to put this into context, I am I am very, very small by comparison, but I have an advantage that no one else has. I can build a settlement underneath your settlement. So I can build you have your settlement above ground and I build an undercity that if if you're an enemy, you never know about. If you're an ally, you know about and then you're like now I have to deal with Skaven's uprisings, you asshole. But (laughs) you know, it's okay because that's a source of free interns. Duh. Um, It is. As long as you have something there to, to handle it. And the right. auto-resolver the auto-resolver hates the Skaven. Cannot stand the Skaven. Uh, so it's really easy to auto-resolve against Skaven armies. Uh, on the flip side, I have to fight more battles than he does because I know my army comp. I know my army comp can win, but the auto-resolver doesn't seem to understand that. Mm. i see Uh,
0: how it is gerald putting your uh your associate company to to hard work uh to be fair
1: it's it's a mutual uh, partnership
0: well i'm the face of the
2: company i'm the guy going out uh making deals taking clients out to dinner or to strip clubs depending on their tastes um i'm whining and dining and bringing in clients He's the one making sure that there's enough property for us to build offices for the interns. He he is he's the behind the scenes guy who is making sure that when I go, that company's stock is up by 20 points. We should, you know, get into that. He make he he softens that up so I can make that deal happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then right. if we get a rival company who's like, "Hey, uh we're going to buy out your uh we're going to buy out your shareholders on this portion of your uh assets and you know, take that." Then I go as the face of the company, I've literally got six people who are telling you that's not going to happen like these these are my lawyers <laughs> let's have a talk well
4: see, the, the the
1: other the other thing that he doesn't like to to mention is uh my undercity contacts <clears throat> triads uh have a tendency to make unwanted approaches disappear so hmm. Yeah. They don't really bother us all that often. Um
0: Okay, so uh <laughs> Critics, if you're if you have some time after we finish this, we'll do a behind the scenes where we can all just make corporate riffs on total war, but let's go ahead and uh continue on with uh
1: Galaxies and Dust.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, basically what's going on and this might actually be a short segment uh, but basically what's going on is that scientists have been noticing that galaxies have been moving kind of in sync with each other in certain odd ways. Um, And galaxies do tend to gravitation if they're close enough to each other they have a gravitational effect on each other. Well, what they were noticing is that the way they were moving was in a structured way, as if they were tethered to something. Something was tethered to both sides. Mm-hmm. So what they found um, is that they found large, dim structures of hydrogen gas and dark matter that take the form of filaments, sheets, mm-hmm. or knots that link galaxies together. And they are these like huge superstructures, and they literally deemed it a cosmic web. Which, uh, you know, Marvel cosmic multiverse confirmed. Just saying,
0: <laughs> or or the uh, the branches uh. of the
2: Well, that too. Actually, that actually, yeah, that makes actually a lot of sense as well. Now, what they've noticed is that this could prove that cosmological principle. That uh, that the cosmological principle is wrong because that states that the universe is basically uniform and homogeneous. So this might actually prove that wrong. Um, and if you don't know what dark matter is, it is a material that exists uh, through to, thought to be about eighty-five percent of the universe, but it's not it's not luminous. Um, well, mm. yeah, it, it it doesn't actually reflect light, so you can't see it. It's basically invisible. So,
0: could that is that like antimatter?
2: No, antimatter is is theoretically. The opposite of matter. And it, it, I'm not even going to get into, into how that works because I don't under really understand it. It's like the right. opposite of it, – it's kind of like the opposite of existence, and I don't know how you explain that.
1: Um, I think you just did.
2: The yeah, end. but not in a way that really makes sense. Like what's the opposite really of existence? And I, I know you could be like, well, nothingness, but how can nothingness be – like a th- uh moon let's see you need moon feathers neutral orbs and dull arc stones let's see
0: pristine because I, I think that's a that's either a strike or uh might be the moon reaver strike. yeah but i'm, if he I'm needs, upgrading
1: my barrels
2: yeah oh, if, if you need arc it. stones then we're going to need to do i think patrols so we may not always get the uh can we get Ark Stones if we just go directly to a uh, Shrike?
0: We can. It's uh, It's not like a set amount, like a, like a patrol. Well, it's not even a patrol, I don't think. Hang on. Let me look. But go ahead and, and uh, keep talking. I'm going to look yeah. on here.
2: So... Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> Um, but basically, scientists have been noticing these, and they've been uh, basically researching them and watching them. Um, they even did a study that they published in the Astrophysical Journal in October that found that hundreds of galaxies were rotating in sync with one another. So when they look at a model of the galaxies that are that that we can actually see and that are known, they're all. Ro- they're they're rotating kind of like one of those solar system models that you got when you were a kid, right? Um, so I just thought that it was really interesting. Uh, I just thought that was really interesting that they found these, that they've noticed these things, and they're not exactly sure how the interaction is going, and they're still looking into it to, uh, and they're still looking into it. But, mm-hmm. And the fact that it might prove a common scientific rule might actually be wrong. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I just thought that that was really interesting. Uh, and they have several articles on it. So if anyone else finds it interesting, just give it a look and you should be able to find those. It's actually fairly interesting. <laughs>
3: really?
2: It's interestingly interesting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's about all I have for that. Okay. Um,
0: well, we can do your your super rant in two parts, I guess, then from here, since we're thirteen minutes in on this.
2: Well, uh didn't we have another topic? No. Nope. Besides the Olympic one? Did you not have another? Oh, okay. So it's just Yeah, it was, it's
0: just... Uh, yeah we were gonna talk about Mandalorian, but since Critish hasn't seen it all. Sorry. Uh, we scrub. It's fine. We do that oh, another time.
2: Um, okay, so then I just have to. I just get the punch, Dragon Ball Super, and the genitals over and over again. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> now, before we do that, can we get him Arc Stones from the uh, from the
0: uh pursuit, have or do we need to do a moon, patrol? It would probably have to be a Moon Reaver strike to get the feathers. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a patrol, it would have to be dire to get the Dolark Stone. Okay, so yeah. I
1: need I need them for my uh, Nasher set also. Which so. the
0: the Dire Patrol yeah. does include Moon Reaver Shrike, but it's not it includes a
2: bunch of other dumb stuff too. Is the
1: problem? I'm yes. I'm I'm not worried about it. Like I'm just gonna do what I can. Uh, I am b- far and away the weakest member of this party. Uh so I'm just here to shoot things in the face and try not to die. which is why I picked up the guns. Right. Oh.
2: So what we can do is because you need Moon Reaver feathers and neutral orbs, we can get you those on just a pursuit. So we can do that. And then we can jump into dire patrols and and you'll get dull arc stones no matter what you run into.
1: Okay. Uh while we're at it, uh my Nashers set also needs a uh, furious rage scales so I can upgrade them past plus five.
2: Okay. So well, two, three, we'll, uh, six,
1: eight. Yeah, okay. I need eight of those.
2: Mm.
1: Which well, is which do you want to do first? Uh, the guns are the easiest, I think, cause I only need the one for the barrel, don't I? And um, I need. I need Nashers the for the grip. Recipe? Uh all right, so I need the shrike for the barrel, Nashers for the guns, quill shots. Oh no, not quill shots. Thundering scales and fractal eye tooths from uh, I need Drasks for the chamber and Scarn for the prism. So let's just <laughs> go. I need everything here. Need we'll okay. Things.
2: So this is what we'll do because this is to upgrade your guns. So this is what we'll do. We'll do Moonreaver Strike until you have enough. Then we'll go to Rage Tail. Then we'll do the Drask, and then we'll do a Scarn.
1: Uh, let's do the uh, Rage Tails last because okay. I need uh like eight
0: a whole bunchest
1: uh, whole b- whole bunch bunches uh, eight, nine, ele- I need 11. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: eleven I need eleven of those uh, eight and for what are armor, they that you need uh scarn uh,
2: something no, for the rage tail what is it is it rage tail scales because we should be able to get you plenty of that easily enough.
1: Uh Furious Rage Scale.
2: Oh, that might be a special item. Okay. Uh well here. We'll start with the Moon Reaver strike. We'll do the Drask. We'll do the uh uh what was the other one you needed? Uh the Drask, and then we'll do the Scar and then we'll come back to the Rage Tale.
0: Yeah, I'll write it down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll queue us up for a Moon Reaver then.
0: Yeah. And while you're doing that, I hope uh, dragon oh what the hell? Oh.
2: Oh. It looks like he got disconnected. Yep. Well, now I guess would we'll be oh, there. He oh, is. there he is.
1: <laughs> I I I moved my phone and it kicked me out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Any ac- anchor doesn't like any other activity than anchor. It's selfish like that.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes it is. Uh, uh, but me. I got us
2: queued up for a Moon Reaver, so we'll be doing a Moon Reaver in a few seconds. Oh, and they fa- and we found one. So everybody, jump in the lobby. Okay, so Dragon Ball Super.
0: Mm. Um, nut punch, nut for punch, all the fans punch, punch.
2: who don't know <laughs> what Dragon Ball Super is, it is an anime uh, by Tori, uh, by Akira Toriyama. Um, Dragon Ball Super is the latest season of it. Uh, for those of you who don't know what anime is, it is an animated I uh, think uh, 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 basically the, the easiest way is a cartoon, but it's an animated TV show. Um, from Japan. From Japan. Uh, for those of you who are fans listening to this, uh, I hope you're not a big fan of Dragon Ball Super because I, I, I hate the story in Dragon Ball Super is terrible. I hate how they've ki- they've basically destroyed characters. And I finally realized what my problem with Vegeta is. Because Vegeta is only Vegeta when the story needs him to be Vegeta. Any hmm. other time, Vegeta is sucking deep. He, he's acting wacky. <laughs> he's doing all this crazy stuff. He's cooking. He... There, there is a point when he's trying to get Weiss to train him, and so he cooks we he cooks Weiss food to bribe him into doing it. So he's sitting here in an apron and stuff cooking, and I'm like, that's not Vegeta though. And everyone is like, <laughs> oh well, Vegeta has changed. This is his his art. He's like, no, a personality doesn't change like that. <laughs> Vegeta's entire core was his pride. And and the thing is, later on in the season, he he starts acting like Vegeta again. So it's, it's when they need him to not be Vegeta, he's not Vegeta. But when they want him to be Vegeta, then he's Vegeta. And that hey. seems to be what's going on. Because later on in the season, he does a very Vegeta thing where they're like well he's changed and he's a better person but then he goes right back to acting like vegeta during the tournament arc against universe six i'm at i'm at that part of it um, i'm also in the part hmm? help uh, oh well i'll be there in a moment i'm still looking oh okay i see the flare all right headed toward the flare
1: uh, yeah i don't know how to do the flare
2: that's fine we can see you on our on our map so on the way Um, this season of dragon ball super is once again just a rehash of one of the movies it's the rehash of resurrection of f which is the resurrection of frieza uh once again i will reiterate i love what they've done with frieza's character i hate his new transformation it's stupid it's just Frieza. It's just Super Saiyan Frieza. That's all it is. And it's is that dope. where
0: he's all gold.
2: Yep. <laughs> he just turns gold. He's just a Super Saiyan now. Everybody's a Super Saiyan because they can't come up with anything more original. They they can't think past Saiyans anymore. They just can't. Um. So here, I'll just go down the list of my notes and talk about each point as I wrote them down because <laughs> I was just I, I, I sat down and just started watching the show and I was just like this is this is dumb this 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 is dumb uh this I like I did like some things from the show so that's good I I there were some things that I genuinely liked uh I wish there were more things that I genuinely liked uh <laughs> so uh, hold on I'm fighting a behemoth and i can't so when frieza okay so first off uh the (laughs) resurrection of f starts with uh sorbet and tagama two of frieza's henchmen uh trying to revive frieza right the uh frieza army itself is uh falling apart and they're like well uh sorbet is like we'll bring back frieza and he'll set everybody straight because he's so overwhelmingly powerful and terrifying people would have to respect the frieza force again because they're having uprisings and rebellions since he's been dead um so okay they go in they they uh they revive him now when they revive him they revive him in pieces and this is what i didn't understand so the new dragon is more powerful than the previous one. And uh
0: what, Okay, so. Uh, let, me, let me pause there and ask a question. Okay, now when you ahead. say the previous one, do you mean Shenlong or Proponga or both? Well,
2: the previous Shenlong. So okay. what basically happened is uh, when Kami fused together with Piccolo. And for those of you who know nothing about Dragon Ball, I know this is all gibberish, but bear with me. So when Kami uh, fused together with Piccolo, the Dragon Balls went away because Kami no longer existed. He was back to being who he was. He wasn't the same person anymore, so those Dragon Balls stopped working. So Dende became the new Guardian of the Earth and being a Namek, was given the ability to create Dragon Balls of his own and created a new set that were stronger. So it's still Long, but he's been upgraded because Dende Hmm. based the model off the original Dragon. So Sorbet calls the Dragon. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about when I say Dragon, in Dragon Ball, there is a Dragon that grants wishes. And you have to find what are called dragon balls and there are 7 of them you collect them all together you summon the dragon and you can and he grants you a wish um and there's almost no almost no limit to what you can be granted there are rules but almost no limit to what you can be granted um no, wasn't
0: one of them like it can only be uh, brought back so many times
2: uh correct uh uh, the original dragon could only grant one wish, and if you had already been revived from death by the Dragon Balls once, you could not be brought back again. You also had to be revived within a year of you dying. Um, and he couldn't do anything like if there was a character that was more powerful than his own creator, He, you couldn't have him kill that character. Hmm. Um, like he, There are limitations uh Just not a ton of them. Uh, So the new dragon can revive people more than once, I think, and can do it... uh, And they can do it any time, at any time. So you don't have to do it within, like, a year. Uh, And, uh... Oh, I'm I'm concentrating on this, so I'm not able to order my thoughts here.
3: Fine, he's <laughs> almost dead.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's kill this, and then I can order my. I can actually pay attention to what I'm talking about because I'd like to not get things wrong. Because boy, will the community get mad if I start getting things wrong. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna tear it apart, I gotta be methodical in exactly what I'm saying. I, I, I can't right. make many, if any, mistakes.
0: Right. So uh, I'll just kind of narrate here. Uh, we've got this Moon Reaver Shrike to a. A quarter of his heart now that uh, now that we have somewhat of a health bar for the behemoths, which I think one of the one of our early episodes when we were doing this, I was like, I don't like how there's not a health bar.
1: I actually yeah, um, th- that was one of the things I liked about it because you can see the damage on them, right? Yeah. So. It's it's not like it's impos it was impossible to see damage on them. It was just you had to pay attention, which is difficult in a in a, a fight like this, big chaotic um, fight. Um, but at the same okay. time,
0: well, okay, so I got six dull arc stone off of that. So check yeah, your yeah, I got elite. twelve. So you should have gotten some too, then crit. Uh,
1: dull arc stone I got three.
2: And I got three pristine moon feathers, too.
1: Mm, I, got I got two. two. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many I need, so. Oh, wait. I think
0: you said three. I <gasps> got it. In a message.
1: I did say it in a message, which I could just look up. Nice. I need four, but I got five because I, okay. never, I was never nice. down, so I got a bonus of three.
0: Nice. Good, good, good. So now while we're loading back in, Gerald, uh, get, uh, get your notes straight and break some hearts.
2: Okay, so the, the show starts off fine enough. And this, this is actually one of the things that uh, tickled me a little bit or made me laugh. So in the previous season, Goku had gotten a million Zenny from, uh, which is basically a million dollars from Mr. Satan. Uh, his, his father-in-law, daughter. basically his his father-in-law, because Gohan married Videl. Right um, but
0: now, now also, and like I'm honestly, I'm going to say I'm not really sure why you're providing backstory. Although maybe in a sense, because if someone's listening to a podcast, video, or gaming sessions and everything under the sun, I'm going to assume they kind of know.
2: But well, I would hope monster. so, but for those who don't i i am yeah. trying to give context so they can kind of understand what's going on because right. anyone new not gonna know anything about these characters.
0: Right. Um, anyone then, who already
2: knows everything I'm talking about, they will be able to know exactly where I am in the story and understand you know the context of what I'm saying
0: right and um, then uh, also on top of that, I'm gonna add. Mr Satan is his Japanese name. In the American version he's called Hercule. Yeah, he's just a he's just a
2: human. He's not like the devil or anything like that. They just named him Mr <laughs> Satan and of course America changed it because ooh Satan can't 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 do can't just be naming a character Satan. Whoa there.
0: Whoa there. <laughs> yeah, but then then again on the other hand, There is that one show I really like that's now on Netflix called Lucifer. Well, right. Which is a
1: fantastic show.
0: It actually is really good. I enjoyed it. And uh, so I'm just going to save this work. I'll put that down on future docket, and we're going to talk about Lucifer.
2: Yes. Um, And yes, that show does exist, and it's the only one of its like. <laughs> so that that once again, my we'll point stands. Thank you. We'll
4: um,
2: the uh, but um, the the reason I'm saying this is because my notes are just what I wrote at the time when I was thinking about it, so they're not necessarily in order. But yeah, basically, you know, the, the the <laughs> the new season starts off uh, with us having Freezer resurrected. First, he – and the reason I gave the backstory for the dragon and what it can do and how powerful it is is because one of the things I had a problem with is that when Frieza was killed, he was chopped into pieces. And when Sorbet wished him back, the dragon was like, well, I can wish him back, but he's going to be in pieces still because he was sliced up into pieces. And I'm sitting here like the dragon can't – what? What? That Well, some, then, if the dragon. Can, <laughs> well, this is the problem, though. If the dragon can't bring someone back the way they were before they died, then what about when Goku died after uh, Piccolo shot him and Raditz through the chest? Remember, he had that big, huge hole where his heart used to be? And then they wished him <laughs> back with the Dragon Balls? Well, uh. why was that why could he do that but he can't bring Frieza back not being in pieces
0: creative and, slash plot point
2: point. and what about <laughs> when Chaozu? what about when Chaozu self-destructed what about when Krillin was literally blown
0: up by Frieza
1: <laughs> okay I have but... the answer to this <laughs>
0: How, how dare you cloud the issue with facts, good sir. How dare you? No, 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 no. Facts are important, have...
4: sir.
1: Is this the Mitt Romney-Obama debate? I, I forget. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but no, I have the answer to
2: this. Okay.
1: The dragon doesn't like dicks.
0: So you're saying the dragon's a lesbian? <laughs> Gotcha.
1: I'm saying the dragon is like...
0: (laughs) Dragon, female, and lesbian confirmed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you want me to bring back this dude that's a bigger douche than Vegeta (laughs) because you want to... You know what? I can do it, but there's going to be conditions. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. well that's the thing though the dragon is supposed to be impartial and if you remember the dragon also brought vegeta back from the dead as well after right, having but- a hole through his lungs well
0: vegeta
1: is the <laughs> upper end of the douchiness that they'll do without be- while still being impartial
2: I'm sorry, sir, but if the choice is between the lesser evil and the greater evil, I'd rather just not make a choice at all.
1: <laughs> but
0: um, this
4: isn't the Witcher.
0: <laughs> a- wrong asteroid universe 2020. Sir. Please asteroid 2020. Oh. 2016.
1: Speaking <laughs> speaking of, of, of callbacks to other topics, uh, I wanted to say this whenever you're covering the, the the dust trails between universes but mm. uh the dust trails the the intergalactic web mm-hmm. is, do you want tyrannids? because that's how you get fucking tyranids That is how you
2: get (laughs) (laughs) Tyranids. That's absolutely how you get (laughs) Tyranids. Oh oh boy. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. They never stated if any of those were connected to our galaxy, we might be in trouble. I was uh oh, who was I talking of, Who was I talking to about that? I was talking to somebody about what would happen if a uh Tyranid dropship just landed on Earth, and It'd I was like, "Nah, we'd be bone. Yeah, we'd be we'd be bone." <laughs> there, the only way that works is if we notice it before it gets here, recognize the threat, and kill it in space. If it land, <laughs> the moment it hits the ground, we're all dead,
1: <laughs> dude the entire earth would have during its full rotation would like missiles, all of the missiles from every nation would have to fire as soon as it came into arc at, at the, 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 the Tyranid hive ship and pray that it's enough to blow it up in space.
2: Yeah, like and literally obliterate it. None of it can like survive <sighs> and there be salvage. You have to obliterate it. Oh,
0: um, let and me know it, what what part of the sky I have to shoot my motion at, and I'll add my my seven point six two percent to it.
1: But by fifty four R, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> sorry to
1: say, but that's not going to cut
0: it. Yeah. Do, do,
1: do you know why Tyranids are so terrifying?
0: Because they cause stun lock?
1: No, it's because they <laughs> mutate rapidly and adjust. And I don't mean like in a couple of years. I mean, inside of weeks, they can so adapt.
0: It'd be, it'd be like that movie with Orlando Bloom and Sean William Scott.
1: Uh
2: Sure.
0: Um, well, oh God, what was the name this of is
2: an movie? easy. Co- this is an easy way to to put this in context. Take the aliens from Aliens. Th- that's usually a reference everyone knows, everyone recognizes, especially with the recent alien movies that came out a couple of years ago, whatnot. Usually, everyone's been alive long enough to know what an alien is. Take an alien, <clears throat> make it hyper intelligent. Make it so that if you don't kill it. It comes back immune to whatever you tried to kill it with, and if you do kill it, any new ones you run into are immune to what you killed the first one with.
0: That's okay, tyranny. So, so take a so take a xenomorph and made yeah. it with the Borg. Gotcha. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. It, it, it's much. a it's a non it's a fully bionic Borg.
0: Yeah. Um stop the planet i want off exactly
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, just and, just eat, uh, abandon earth abandon earth <laughs> code and, abandon earth let's get the out of here
3: <laughs> and,
1: and and they're neutral hungry
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they they're,
1: they're not they're not evil they're just neutral hungry and then uh, they the only thing that has been known <laughs> to stop a high fleet in its tracks are orcs.
3: and because not for it turn-
2: long
1: no no it turns into a stalemate unless acted <laughs> right, upon by an not outside for force long.
2: no 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 there is there's already been a st- there is a story uh there is already a story where that happened there was a great war i forget who is leading it and it was like thousands upon millions upon billions of orcs in a stalemate with a Tyranid army. And the Tyranid army was like, man, we can't seem to kill these orcs. So what they did is they singled out the leader, the Waa leader, uh, sent in uh, assassin Tyranids. I forget their exact uh, ze- lictors. Uh, ze- lictors. They sent in a squad of Lictors, assassinated him, and then proceeded to make a full course deal dinner out of the rest of the orc army that has already happened and tyrannids win uh,
1: I guess it would depend <laughs> on how strong the, the, the war boss is because at a certain point they become nigh unkillable
2: it also okay. depends on how smart he is because the way they did it is they would keep using hit-and-run tactics. They would engage the orcs, and run away. And it frustrated them to the point where they just did a full-out assault. And that's what allowed them to isolate them. And that's how they assassinated them.
0: Because before okay. then,
2: it was a stalemate that they could the Tyranids couldn't break through. They literally just outsmarted the orcs.
0: Okay, like, so true. high crazy crazy train over here. Rails are back that uh, way. Okay. <laughs> Wait what? But, There's uh,
1: rails. <laughs> I'm off this. This is no longer. This is no longer fun. Anyway, keep going.
2: So, <laughs> so, uh, so I had an issue with that. I thought that was. I, I thought that was dumb, but it's a small thing. Um. So they bring Frieza back. Here's my problem, and this is a problem a lot of people have actually had with this. So. Goku and Vegeta have been training and training and training. And before Frieza is brought back to life, they're training with the teacher of the God of Destruction, right? Um, they have now gone into their God mode. They, they have turned into gods. And they have turned into Super Saiyan gods. They can now go into Saiyan God and then go and become a Super Saiyan while in God mode. So Super so Saiyan God. The-
0: SSJ GSS.
2: Yeah, it, it stands for Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan because the the God form is called Super Saiyan God. I don't know why it's called Super Saiyan instead of just saying God, but it's Super Saiyan God, and then they can go Super Saiyan from that form. So it's Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. It is the dumbest thing ever, but we've already been over that. I'm not going to get back into that because that's a 45-minute rant on its own. Man, I hate it. Man, I hate it so much. Man, I just want to set things on fire.
0: <laughs> well, well, while you're setting things on fire, invite me back since I got kicked yeah. for inactivity.
2: Uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, but... Uh, so. Frieza finds out that they have defeated Majin Buu, one of the only other beings besides Beerus, the god of destruction himself, uh, that could kill him. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Frieza is literally, like, top three most powerful beings in the universe before <laughs> now. So, <clears throat> um, what ends up happening is he decides to train. Because he's never trained before, because he never needed to. He was born with an overwhelming amount of power. And even he says it himself, he's a prodigy, right? Mm. So he decides for the first time to train. He trains for four months and becomes stronger than Goku and Vegeta at the height of their power. Four months.
0: Even with the earrings?
2: No, they don't fuse. The,
0: no, but okay, I'm saying, so you're le- saying...
2: Right, not with the earwings. Okay, fusion is like... Fusion doesn't count here. Fusion never counts. Fusion is like a last-ditch effort that gets done because even Goku can't fight the threat. So the cop-out is to fuse together into into a warrior that's 100 times more powerful by combining him and Vegeta. Because even though Vegeta cannot be allowed to be the hero... He can be allowed to boost Goku's power.
3: Hmm. Like
2: at this point, Vegeta is just a battery for Goku. Whenever Goku <laughs> can't beat a threat, I, I'm, a, I'm a fuse together with Vegeta so I can win. Okay, that's so what you're that a, there for, Vegeta. Remember that.
0: <laughs> is that. Is that a MacGuffin? No, MacGuffin is something that's off the subject.
2: Uh a MacGuffin is something that is used to solve the problem but comes out of nowhere. It's yeah, uh so either like the first
0: time the first time they see the <laughs> Uh
2: yeah, pretty much. It is to get out of it's, it's, it's the old crap button. Right. <laughs> um we need to do a drask, right? Uh what uh, level drask do we need to do?
1: Quill shot. Uh, I put it in the I put it in the chat.
2: Oh, you you need one jagged tip from any quill shot? Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I've got that in the thing just above it, Or the stuff up above it. Okay. Quill cool shot. We'll high. do a cool lesser.
2: Shot. We'll do well, we better do a quill shot just in case. But I don't need to really pay attention when it comes to a quill shot. Anyway. <laughs> so so um In four months, Frieza trained for four months, became more powerful than Goku and Vegeta as Super Saiyan God Super Saiyans. And I've said this before. Then what was the point of them becoming Super Saiyan gods? Because (laughs) Frieza's not a god. He just trained and powered up, and he got a new form. But now he's more powerful than a god. Okay. So while they're fighting he proves he's outright stronger right and then and this is another thing about dragon ball super that's really annoying they they make a point to talk about stamina because the reason frizo loses this fight because he should have won the reason he loses is because his form drains so much stamina he couldn't sustain his power for very long so goku just had to outlast him until he was too weak to fight back. And, and Until he was too weak to really put up a fight. Now, remember this. Stamina has been made a rule. And if you run out of stamina, you lose. Remember that. That is a rule that has been set. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. They break the now, this
2: is, this is my thing about this the point they make is that the moment Frieza achieved his new form, he immediately ran to Earth to get his revenge on Goku <laughs> and Vegeta, right? So he didn't test his form to realize that it drains so much stamina that he can't maintain it for very long. That's why he lost. I'm like... Right. I'm like, that's odd that he would be so <laughs> impatient that he would just get a new form the way I look at this is, Frieza and Goku are like gun, are, are, are like gun people. And, and I know all, a lot of my friends are gun people. So I know so I, I've observed this. You have your gun fanatics, and you have your people who like guns. Goku is a gun fanatic, right? <laughs> He he has to have the latest gun. He needs to fit it with all the latest stuff. He needs to make sure its output is at its maximum. Frieza is a gun person. So when he gets a new gun, he takes it to the range. He tests the distance. He tests its drop off. He tests it, He zeros out his sights. Right? <laughs> he makes sure that the gun will do what he needs it to do. It doesn't make any sense that Frieza would have attained this new form and then been like, I win and immediately gone to Earth to fight Goku and Vegeta. The only reason it makes sense is because the writers said that's what had to happen. (laughs) Otherwise, Goku and Vegeta could not have won. (laughs) That's the only reason.
0: You're telling me that let me uh, let me uh, go up there let's take a quick break before it cuts us off again and we'll be right back
4: yep
0: all right okay sorry sorry to cut you off there but we were getting close to where we got cut off so yeah you're
2: fine. you're fine yeah, I, I understand you but uh it I'll was contrived the 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 oh, because okay so look at it this way um, I gave the, the gun person analogy, which I think is a really good analogy for that. But you're telling me that Frieza attained this new form and didn't play around with it at all? He didn't fly around the new transformation. He didn't exert its full power and blow up a mountain just to. to like, he didn't
3: test its
2: destructive ability at all? Frieza? <laughs> They make a point <laughs> like on when he gets right. resurrected again. Spoilers for people who don't know, but they make a point yeah, like on yeah. that when he gets resurrected, he literally tests his powers out on some other villains just to make sure it works right. There is a
3: uh, there
2: is a point when.
3: Uh, like it,
2: it just makes no, even if he, even if he was thirsting for revenge, it, it makes no sense that he didn't just just use the form a little bit,
3: right? Just just to see what it could do.
2: And if he'd done that even a little bit, he would have realized, oh man, this tires me out a lot. I can't maintain the form, so. It was a contrived notion that he just immediately left because if he hadn't, he couldn't have, he would win. And they couldn't have made an actual conflict if he there a bit too weak to put up a fight. So that was the only way they could think to actually allow the battle to have any kind of stakes. And it's a stupid reason because that's not how the character would be. Um... But that was, that was like my first problem
3: with it. Uh, outside of that, uh, that was my first problem with this art. There was
2: another part where they hearken back. They do, I noticed that they do a lot of uh, a lot of nostalgia baiting, where they go, hey, remember when this happened? Hey, remember when this happened? Hey, remember when this happened? Hey, when this happened? Hey, when this happened? So they go, they, they talk about they do a part where, hey, remember when uh, Frieza killed Krillin? Because Frieza actually threatens to kill Krillin again when Krillin is there. And so the uh,
0: He'll Z- pile on over here if y'all need it.
2: Okay, so Krillin and all of them get into a fight, and all of a sudden, Krillin is afraid to fight normal Frieza grunts, right? And it's like, why? It's like, oh, well, it's the trauma of him being killed by Frieza. Really? Because he didn't have any issues when he was fighting Cell. He didn't have any issues when he was fighting Majin Buu. But all of a sudden, he's scared to fight a Frieza grunt. Not to mention, during the Frieza saga, before he was killed by Frieza, he actually defeated a couple of Frieza grunts. Why would he be afraid of the Frieza grunts? I can understand him having the, the, the PTSD in people fighting Frieza directly, but why would he be afraid of fighting people? Why would he be afraid of fighting grunt soldiers he had beaten back when he was weaker than he is
3: now? Mm, right. Like, um, it's these,
1: I mean, isn't Krillin's primary function... There to die, so that we have some kind of emotional motivation.
0: Uh, for the most uh, part, yeah. Like, but no, he still still needs to get his get his licks in.
2: He really doesn't. <laughs> like it's Krillin now, I, will, I had a conversation with, uh, with another friend of mine we were talking about the whole Krillin thing during the Cell saga when he let 18 go instead of turning her off and destroying her because he could have just wished her back with the dragon balls but by letting hmm. her go he made absolutely sure that Cell would be able to uh, be- achieve his perfect form he put everyone in danger just because he liked a girl And my friend was like, well, he was trying to show some humanity. It's like, no, there was no consequence if he had just turned her off and destroyed her because he then could wish her back. Right. And the circumstances warranted that (laughs) Um, even if he didn't destroy her, he could have turned her off and then ran and gotten her out of there, but he didn't. He put everyone in danger because he liked a girl.
3: Yeah. That's
2: what he did. Mm. Um, right. Like Krillin has done a lot of brave things in his career running around with the Z Fighters and stuff. He absolutely has never taken that away from him.
3: But
2: he can be a trash character. No, he's not. Not to mention, and and a uh, 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 one of the YouTubers that I like to listen to actually pointed it out that not to mention that Videl and Eighteen were basically just turned into good little housewives for Krillin and Gohan for no mm. reason. Those characters were <laughs> destroyed. Okay. for the sole reason that uh Toriyama or whoever wrote it just was like well they're just going to be with Krillin and Gohan now even <laughs> there is no there's no real reason for it they just wanted <laughs> that to happen and and it is never more obvious to me than when i see 18 and krillin together because she's she's 18 is best wife she's best wife but it's like but why, though? Even if she had an interest in Krillin, like, let's say she has an interest in Krillin, but all we, the only thing we know of how their relationship developed is that he wished her back, she thought that was nice, she went to find Seventeen, and the next time we see them, they're married with a kid.
3: <laughs> and we're like,
2: what? How did this happen? And it has nothing to do with Krillin being – they even make a point later on in the series to address it by being like their love is a different kind of love from this other character. And I'm like, dude, this isn't about Krillin and 18 being in love. They could have been a couple, but you didn't show how in the world this happened. All you showed is that Krillin did something nice for her and apparently that means she needed to pop out his kids. <laughs> I, I thought that it, I thought that just because the guy was nice to you didn't entitle him to a it didn't entitle him to you. So he does uh, one nice thing for her and all of a sudden the next we see she is the perfect housewife and has popped him out a kid? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Okay, I have a question about that. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't she an android? She
0: and this is, was the question but... that I had okay. when I first found out about this. So she's an android. She's a machine. A human machine. All right. uh, okay. How does she have a womb to create a child? Because
2: she's not an actual android, she's a cyborg. Okay. The way, the way that it is explained is that the way Jer- yeah. what Jaro did is he took two actual humans and integrated bionics into them, and he because he was a genius ahead of his time, the way he did it was that he integrated the bionics in a in a uh, sort of nanotechnology way so that it's so a part Borg. of their genetic code. Yeah, they're like, well, no, they're not Borg. They're um. Have you ever seen Outlaw Star?
0: Yeah. Heard of it. Uh,
2: in Outlaw Star, there's the concept of a bioroid. It is an, an artificially created human that is almost indeterminable from a normal human. The only real difference is that they can interface with machines with their minds, and that they're usually physically stronger, more durable, and stuff like that. That's basically what Dr. Giro did. He took two huh. humans and turned them into bio-roids. That's why she can still pop out a kid.
0: So by being nice and resurrecting her, that uh, initiated uh, waifu program one, that I'm guessing. Uh- Apparently, apparently. Okay.
1: To to be fair, Doctor Shro was a creeper.
2: <laughs> well, well, yeah. Like none of us are denying that. <laughs>
1: so none I of mean, us are denying it, that. It seems totally, one hundred percent understandable in my mind.
0: So, so I guess then I'm not wondering if uh, seventeen and eighteen weren't. Uh, groomed, and I'm using quotation marks, uh, to be his uh, his android waifu and uh, side piece then.
2: I mean, the first thing they <laughs> did upon being woken up was kill him. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, that was the first thing they did. <laughs>
3: <All right>. Um... <laughs>
1: I need another quill, quill shot, kill. Uh, I'm still hunting for that. Uh,
0: so you need jag- to focus on the tail.
1: Yeah, I need you're shooting at it. Jagged tail spike.
0: Yeah, so focus on the tail when you're shooting at it.
1: Shooting the butt, got it.
0: Shooting the butt. <laughs> um, another right up Main Street. <laughs> now,
1: an- I proved I- that I- Deadpool reference. <laughs>
0: Uh,
2: now, another issue, this, the Dragon Ball Super Series, as I've been watching it, is just a show of we'll make a rule and then we'll break that rule whenever we so desire it. Whenever we feel that that rule gets in the way of us doing something, we'll just break it. Screw rules. We'll just do whatever we want. So, a big thing in Dragon Ball is to be able to sense each other's power levels, right? Mm-hmm. There is a part where goku and krillin have gotten back together and this is kind of a G-g-g-g-g- plot point so right context um but right. right. so uh krillin comes to visit goku it's and he's like wow goku you've gotten so strong punch me i want to see where we stand and oh we're and 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 this the reason I bring this up is because the show is littered with a bunch of Toriyama jokes that I feel like only Toriyama thinks is funny. Because it's odd to me, any because I and maybe it's just me. It could just be me, but the show is littered with a bunch of Toriyama jokes that it feels like he's the only one who thinks is funny because he because. Goku is like, really? You want me to hit you? And Krillin's like, yeah, hit me. Hit me right here so I can see how strong so – I, so I can see how I stack up against you. And and, and Goku's like, but it's going to re- – it might really hurt. And he's like, it's fine. Just do it. And Goku's like, it might really, really hurt. And he's like, no, it's <laughs> fine. Just do it. It might really, really, really hurt. So he's like, punch fine, me, just do Goku. it. And Goku punches him literally through two rocks and knocks him unconscious.
1: And, okay the fact that he didn't die is is a testament
2: exactly but also i i wa i'm watching the scene and i'm going like <laughs> they can sense each other's energy goku could have just powered up and krillin would have known exactly what the difference in their power was <laughs> w- what is happening right now oh oh i get it this is supposed to be funny oh oh this is supposed to be <laughs> It's not funny though It's stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not Look. funny though It's dumb Because they have an easy answer To this dilemma But he, he literally took the gamble Of actually killing His best friend uh, moved your payment to Because like joke. you said Crit That could have killed him
0: Joke is funny You go to gula <laughs>
2: yeah joke is funny you go to (laughs) cool but Um, all dude I'm sitting there watching this and after I go but it's not funny though this is stupid all I hear in my head is Toriyama sitting in a studio somewhere just laughing his ass off patting himself on the back about how funny he is and I'm like god I wish you weren't the one who wrote my favorite show (laughs) god I wish you weren't (laughs) yeah (laughs) right (laughs) Like, oh funny. <laughs> just 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 jerking off with a hundred million yen bill and like oh I'm so talented. Oh I'm so funny. Oh oh look how talented and funny I
3: am. <laughs> like
2: and I'm just like, I really wish Akira Toriyama had not written my favorite show. I I I man, couldn't it have been someone else? Couldn't it have just been someone else?
0: Well, who um, would you prefer? Rimiko Takahashi? Then it'd be Goku uh, and Krillin to Boy.
2: Well, it'd be the same show, just by a more competent writer. <laughs> and people have criticized Toriyama a lot about his writing. It's not just me. Um,
1: <laughs> Found
2: him. Th- and And there are just constant little things like that going on in the show. Um, the fact that Gohan is still just a joke, just such a joke, with probably the most powerful character in the show, and he's just a joke. Like, he, he, uh, so what Frieza did during his training is he trained with Tagama, one of his underlings, right? And by training with Frieza, it boosted Tagama's power, so he just started beating everybody up even piccolo and remember how i said that it it, uh the show is a lot of hey remember when this happened hey remember when this happened
4: so tagama
1: thank you uh
2: so tagama literally beats up gohan and is about to kill gohan so what does piccolo do he jumps in front of the black he takes the shot for uh He takes the shot for Gohan and dies. Remember when that happened? Yeah, guys, remember when that happened? Now, I will say this made actual sense because this is something Piccolo would do. He's done it before. He'd do it again. My problem is that the show is littered with a lot of look at what happened before because the show doesn't have anything on its own. It just mm. has nothing on its own. It's a lot of, remember this nostalgia moment, remember this nostalgia moment, and then a lot of, this doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense. Cool character. And that's it. That, that's all the Dragon Ball Super is. That's all it seems to be. Um, uh, I have I, I don't think we have enough time to go over all of this. I have so <laughs> many problems with this show. And th- like I said, the Piccolo thing was one of the good things I liked about the show. Because that because Piccolo would take a bullet for Gohan. He absolutely would.
0: Right. Um, well, I got no that's problems where with that. Piccolo gets the best dad of the year award. Yeah. And
1: uh, <laughs> Piccolo's my favorite character in the whole show. But that was before the Cell Saga, right? Like, I I basically stopped watching after the Cell Saga. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I didn't even watch an awful lot of the Majin Buu stuff. But... I
0: think I stopped watching around Cell myself.
1: But I mean... Having heard this, I'm glad that I stopped. Because it seems like and even the Cell Saga was about 30 minutes of yelling in two episodes. Like, it literally ended on Gohan yelling and powering up a comet, Kamehameha, and then the next episode was him yelling for another 30 minutes and then finally blowing stuff. (laughs) Like,
2: well, oh I mean, God! Do we the f- hold kept... hold on the fact that you bring up the yelling. If you hated <laughs> the yelling, and people have made memes about three episodes of charging up so that you can do something, and all the screaming, they literally yeah, doubled the, down on that in Dragon Ball Super. They the doubled four episode down long spirit
0: with The with remember this nostalgia. Remember this nostalgia.
2: Well, no. When I say they double downed on it, what I mean is now, remember when in Dragon Ball Z, from what you guys remember of it, when they would fight, they usually fought silently. The only sound was the clash of their fists against each other, right? And then moving mm-hmm. through the air. Now, every time they fight, Goku, Vegeta, and everyone else that's the whole fight just that sound of the every time they punch
4: that it's
2: it's it's in i'm like why i'm like why why are we doing this i have turned the sound off on fights because of that
1: oh
2: they never needed it before but for some odd reason they needed it now and i don't understand it it's almost <laughs> like they're telling the audience that they can screw off without actually putting up just words scrolling across the screen screw off <laughs> like it's like why <laughs> I, oh, I'm my, like, ugh! It, there are just so many things where I'm like, "Why would you do this? This doesn't make any sense. That's dumb, ugh!" <laughs> <laughs> it, it's honestly kind of ex- it's exhausting to watch this show. I was talking to uh, I was talking to uh, Nick about it, and I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast, so I'm watching through it. He's like, dude, why are you doing that to yourself? And I'm like, well, I got to know what I'm talking about. Like, believe me, I don't want to. I don't want to do it, but I got to know what I'm talking about. I can't just go in there t- just saying stuff because people will call me on it, and then my opinion is invalidated. I have to know what I'm talking about, so I'm sitting down to watch through all of this literal story dreck that has one good thing out of every ten things that are wrong with it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if there's nothing else, the one thing I think that I really enjoyed about the show, which is the fights, are still good. That's at least something. And, And another thing... The show's animation will just become crappy at the weirdest moments. It just becomes really bad at the weirdest times. It, like, it'll be good, it'll be good, it'll be good, and then all of a sudden it's just bad. Like, I, I, like It's so weird. Um,
0: so kind of like when One Punch Man goes having actual facial features just being uh, like just a blank face <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, there's there's
2: there are too many things wrong for me to do all in one pot. <laughs> like I I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I, I've only talked about like my first three
3: points, <laughs> like, oh, I, and I don't you know, even want to <laughs> talk about it
2: anymore. It's so
3: bad.
0: <laughs> that's fine. We can always make it. <laughs> uh,
2: well no let me let me outline a couple of more things and then then we'll just stop so okay so this is something i want to point out we know how the saiyans are basically supposed to be the best thing since sliced bread right and we know that toriyama cannot get enough of goku's penis like any chance he gets he wraps his lips around that Goku penis and he goes to town like he 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 works it right mm. um
0: so he works so, he works the shaft and cups the bowls?
2: Saiyans are sa- the, the Saiyans use Toriyama as a cum dumpster and he loves it because <clears throat> so right this is then. the thing right <laughs> the saiyans are supposed to, are they're just the strongest thing in the show right except they're not because frieza's race proved that they had more potential and were more genius at martial arts than the entirety saiyan race put together including goku because in mm. four months he became more powerful than goku from goku training years years to get to where he was. Four months Mm -hmm. of training, and not only did he catch up, he became stronger. Now, in Dragon Ball, a power level, even though the power levels had gotten out of control, a power level wasn't how powerful like your blast was per se like oh you can blow up a mountain what a power level originally was supposed to uh signify was how skilled of a martial artist you were this is one of the reasons why frieza immediately going to earth after he got his transformation didn't make any sense frieza is a skilled prodigy martial artist even when he hmm. was fighting Goku on uh when he was fighting Goku on Namek, he even outright stated how Goku was the most skilled martial artist or the most skilled saying he'd ever fought. He'd also also Frieza has shown the ability to literally gauge how powerful his opponent is. After fighting him for a few seconds, he, and he not only did he do it in their new fight in the new season, he did it on Namek. There was a point in the fight between Goku and Frieza where Frieza was after fighting Goku, he was like, he was like, "Well, I think it's about time I finish this fight.
3: You can't beat me."
2: And Goku is like, "Oh well, I've got some reserves." And Frieza was like, "Yeah, five. You can probably, you probably are five times stronger than what I have seen you do right now. But I have only been using one percent of my power so far." Mm. And Goku, the look on Goku's face was like BS. You're full of it. And then Goku went to 50% and then uh, Frieza went to 50% of his power and proceeded to beat Goku like a child. (laughs) Well, he – and so – and not only that, but in the new fight when Frieza gets to Earth, he does the same thing. He transforms into his new form. Goku becomes a blue-haired Super Saiyan, and they – they, they trade, like, three blows, and Frieza goes, I'm stronger than you. And Goku's like, it's going to be close. And Frieza's like, no, I'm stronger than you. And then proceeds to prove he is stronger than Goku. That's the kind of martial artist that Frieza is. He is a master martial artist. So you're telling me a master martial artist after getting a new transformation is just going to run off to earth to fight his rival not knowing what his new form can do? You are full of crap, sir. You are Mm. full of crap.
0: Well, as someone who's watched uh, a small handful of martial artist movies, there are those characters that do do that.
2: Yes. Right. And they're the young ones. They're never the older ones. Remember – Risa is older than
0: Goku. Oh well, yeah, well, those are age-wise, all those more- age wise, yes, but mentally
2: yeah. even mentally he's older than Goku. Remember it's Goku. Okay.
4: Right, <laughs> <laughs> we're
2: we're gonna. You really want to have this discussion of where oh we're gonna God. compare <laughs> Freeze's mental age to Goku's mental age? I don't think you want that fight, David. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's the nah. hill you want to die on. <laughs> no, nah, here, here, oh, oh, man, give me my. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: get get retina because that's not going to end well.
3: Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: you do make you do make a fair point. You do make a fair point. um, so I guess that just illustrates Frieza's petty.
2: Well, it's n- it just doesn't make any sense for his character. It just it, it doesn't. i understand him being consumed by vengeance but that doesn't make sense that he Hmm. wouldn't wouldn't want to make sure he the thing is and, and this is what's even dumber about the situation so he's consumed by vengeance and the moment he uh he attains his new form he goes to earth without testing it right so let me say so But he made a contingency plan in case he lost because he had Sorbet hiding out in the wings. So in case he lost, Sorbet could finish off Goku. So if you're going to make a contingency plan like that, why wouldn't you test out your new form and your new power to make sure – that you had everything as much in your odds as possible.
0: Right. And, uh, you know, I'll say this and I'm sure, I'm sure Critish would agree, you know, if, if we go to the armory and they're like, here, you get a new M4 carbine. I'm going to be like, okay, let me go to the range. I want to see how this shit works. be like... no, it's it's like if I had to go
1: back to boot camp and they handed me an M sixteen with an a ACOG got it, be like, "Fuck is this? Where are my iron sights?" Right? What is God. going on?
3: God, I hated that shit.
1: It's I didn't. Con-
2: <clears throat> it's terrible contrived storytelling. It's just bad um and uh and that's the thing about fiji and that's the thing that I found about figeta he only is in it, it, what I what I ended up coming to uh are we still going after a uh which one are we going which behemoth are we going after uh crit
1: uh, uh Rock Falls garden
2: okay um and uh, that's the this- thing that gets
0: good.
1: Something happened to my body.
0: Yes. I see I see them them titties and that ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something, like,
1: something happened. Help me.
0: Well I know, you're a girl. It happens every month. You'll be okay.
2: Wait, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, it's normal. <laughs> You're going to feel some cramping and pressure every month, but it'll be
2: okay. Yeah. You might be a little bit, maybe overly emotional, but you, you'll you get you'll get through it.
1: <laughs> Gerald, Gerald, bring me my candy.
3: <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right.
2: <laughs> Look, I've been in this situation before. I better just get the candy and back away slowly.
0: <laughs> no, see See, and that's, wait a just, minute. Wait, that's,
1: where, that's where I go to my Pampax safe oh, house. Wait a minute. Uh, Gee, I know you've got Oreos. Just give
2: me Oreos. <laughs> oh, we're about to fight. Don't know. No. <laughs> like, well, this relationship just ended because if you ask it for my Oreos, you're going to get a hard no. <laughs> but uh, when I was thinking about it, going off of that, <laughs> It's the same thing with Vegeta and how I said Vegeta, it's like Vegeta is two different characters whenever the writers need him to be. And in my head, I was thinking of the South Park episode where they go to Imagination Land because the entire time, Cartman is trying to get Kyle to suck his balls because they made a bet that leprechauns were real and Cartman actually caught one. And then Kyle was like, I'm not sucking your balls, man. So in Imagination Land, cartman imagines an imaginary kyle and an imaginary cartman and has kyle suck the imaginary cartman's balls and he's just like oh wow kyle look at you just going at those balls Ooh, you're a dirty girl and that's what it, that's literally what's going on with vegeta in dragon ball super it's like there's an imaginary vegeta and then there's vegeta and when they need Vegeta to do some wacky stuff or suck some balls, they bring in the imaginary Vegeta that they dreamed up, right? And he just gobbles those balls doing wacky crap that you probably only see Goku doing. It's almost like – it is all – like, remember in Dragon Ball Z how – uh. Fugeta's uh, slur for Goku was a clown. he always called him a clown Vegeta is the clown in Dragon Ball super He acts uh, like a frigging clown
1: oh I, okay. I, I I think I think I had something on this right so holy yeah. God, hit did a bunch of damage anyway uh no like a lot of martial artists will.
2: Oh, run, 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 run. Oh,
1: yeah. I got Me too.
0: Oh, oh that hurt. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not how this works, is it? Well,
1: I think we all got raped in that one, so.
2: <clears throat> but was it really rape? I mean, it wasn't vaginal. But, uh, <laughs> did you die? <laughs> No, that's actually like a whoopee girl thing that David was uh talking to oh, me yeah, about. But it wasn't it wasn't
0: yeah, it wasn't vaginal, yeah, it, it was butt rape.
2: Yeah. Like I'm sitting and we were both like, um, I'm pretty sure that still constitutes rape. It, it doesn't matter where you get raped, <laughs> it's it, it's still uh, it's no. still bad.
0: You <laughs> had to maybe buff <sighs> <had> that <to> <sighs> again. What the fuck was I that? I think
3: do?
2: I feel like to make a statement like that, Whoopi Goldberg is finally getting to that age where being old, she just doesn't care anymore. She's like, What no, are you guys but- gonna do? Kill me? <laughs> I, I like oh, oh no, The thing that could probably happen at any moment, any day now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's
0: like it's more like you're safe than her Hollywood cult, where everyone drinks the same you know pedophile laced kool-aid, and they're just fine with it, you know, just like creepy
2: nah. but uh but yeah so uh, but getting back <laughs> to the topic, but that's yeah. uh <laughs> it's just that. It's it's that's the entirety of Dragon Ball Super so far. That's what it is. It's hey, remember when this happened? It's uh the imaginary Vegeta jumping in whenever they like. Th- they've turned Vegeta, Vegeta into comic relief. Vegeta, I that was Krillin's job. I-, I did too, but apparently now, now Vegeta gets that job.
0: Poor Christopher. Apparently today. now Vegeta
2: gets that job. <clears throat> and Boma is still a horrible person. I don't know why everybody <clears throat> likes her so much. She literally was bribing Weese to save her family and only her family in case Beerus ever wanted to blow up the planet. That was literally in the episode of her bribing him with food whenever he comes to Earth. S- and her asking him, so if Beerus ever decides to blow up the planet, you'll save you know, me and Trunks and Vegeta, right? And We is just like, maybe, we'll see when that, when we, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, basically. Because he's like having none of her crap. Like, she's still a horrible person. She's always been run, 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 run. Like, she's always been a horrible person. Like, she does good things, but those good things usually entail her best interest because it keeps the planet from being exploded.
0: <laughs> right. What you was know? that movie that you gave me the copy to?
2: Uh, Dbs super. Uh, that was yeah. a, a the Broly movie, the new Broly movie.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and and that was it. Was kind of a. And I had mentioned it because it made me laugh because uh, like Bulma wanted to find the Dragon Balls so she could look five years younger and someone was like well why won't you look ten years younger? Well then everyone would notice. Yeah, she's still a vain pain in
2: the butt. Like she and was then, always a terrible person.
0: And then the same thing for, uh, One of the henchmen was like well Lord Frieza, why are you trying to find the And Frieza was like, I want to be 5 centimeters Taller And the henchman was like, well why not 10 centimeters And Frieza was like, everyone would notice
3: How do you (laughs) know You know, I
1: feel feel like the best way To watch Dragon Ball anymore Is drunk No, DBZ abridged
4: Yeah, Um,
2: DBZ abridged
0: Is, yeah
1: Go ahead, sorry,
0: sorry Anything Anything so, abridged is the best way to watch it.
1: This is true, but you subject someone else to watching the actual thing, and then you catch the cliff
0: notes and the funny parts.
2: Uh, heel pylon over here if you need it.
0: Because uh, um, I own all of the Helsing, but I definitely have to say Helsing abridged is
1: way that. funnier.
2: <laughs> it's so much I better. was... I was actually, while watching Dragon Ball Super, thinking of Helsing A Bridge, and I was like, if every anime could get writers, like Helsing A Bridge has, like the writers that do Helsing A Bridge, uh, Team Four Star does both, but uh, if every anime had team, had, had writers like Team Four Star, <clears throat> it would be the golden age of anime. <laughs> because right now, there's only 10 to 15 percent of anime that is actually quality and worth watching and the rest of it is crap and that's why there's such a stigma with anime because crap just gets churned out over and over and over again and the really quality stuff tends to go by the wayside right it literally like if you think about quality anime that everybody likes it's literally anime that has all basically revolutionized the it's changed and revolutionized the industry and those are the ones that are really <clears> widely recognized
0: like howl's moving castle akira uh, cowboy, bebop. Okay, cowboy bebop cowboy uh, bebop like outlaw star just
2: well, i don't know uh, if it's not good but well Everything outlaw star no uh dragon ball redefined everything. Because there are good things in Dragon Ball. Don't get me wrong, it's still my favorite anime. There are good things in Dragon Ball. But when you really think about it, it's so overshadowed by all the stupid crap. It's so overshadowed by fans who just give it a pass on every little thing instead of wanting better for it and not understanding that wanting better for it means that not only does it become a stronger better franchise but we would get more of it because more not only would we be satisfied with it but it would bring in more people who would also like it and that's how you keep a, a franchise going
0: Well, that's quality over quantity.
2: Right. And that's what I feel Dragon Ball Super is right now. It's quantity over quality. And Uh, everyone just gives it a pass, talking about, oh, it's some of the best stories. No, it isn't. It's some of the worst (laughs) stories. It is literally some of the worst stories.
0: Right. It's where Goku... Based off of your scathing reviews, I'm not going to watch it.
2: Well, <laughs> watch some of it and make your own decision. Don't pay well, for anything, though. That's what I'm getting at.
0: Don't pay for nothing. Well, I mean, we've, some... <laughs> we've known each other long ago. You say this is terrible. Again, I agree with you. You will. Well, with the exception of Star Wars. Right? Uh, you know, if I tell you this is pretty cool, uh, You would agree.
2: I am down and need assistance. And you need to run. Never mind. Oh, We're in danger. (laughs) Never mind. I'm going to wait for him to stop spinning around. Okay.
0: Okay. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. (laughs) Ugh.
2: Stop moving so I can hit you. But, yeah, it's just – like, I want to enjoy it, and like I said, there are good things in Dragon Ball Super. I think Beerus <clears> and <throat> Weiss are great contributions to the cast. Uh, Hit is a character that I just got to the part where he was introduced, he's a great addition to the cast. There are good things in Dragon Ball, it's just the overall, it's just bad. Dragon Ball Super, and overall, overall, Dragon Ball Super is just terrible. Like, people hated GT, I can't understand why why they like super so much if they if you hate gt how could you turn around and like super <laughs> how could, how could you condemn gt but look at super and go wow that's that's really good i don't oh. get it it boggles my mind right that you <laughs> um
0: at least stay- in my case, Gerald, you're going to be the only one that gets up because I just used all my, all my heels.
2: Yeah, stay alive. Um, ooh, ooh, I may not be able to. That
0: may not just,
2: be up to me. <laughs> just
1: stay alive. Uh, the the, the, hot, the danger
0: tone. Hot,
2: hot, hot, staying alive, staying alive. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Okay.
0: Hot. So, at least for this iteration of, uh, no, on, on DB Super, are you good?
2: It, unless you want to hear the rest i told you that was just the beginning of the list i came up with if you want to hear the rest we can go over the rest if not if we're good here i can stop I, i'm good stopping
0: yeah but i, I have more yeah I, I think we're good there in another, another segment on a future episode because we're at 43 minutes, this segment alone. Well, I I, try, I told you, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> well, uh, quit tearing up your. Okay, in in the next segment, why do children tear up their Barbie dolls?
0: Well, uh, no, that'll that'll be in the behind the scenes segment where we talk about uh, you know, Dark Elk Ink and all that good stuff. Where. It's- uh,
1: you know, we don't give a shit what we talk about. But, uh, uh, yeah, let's 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 cut to uh, uh gaming everything under the sun behind the scenes, so that we can get on with the BS sessions.
2: Where
3: are her clothes?
2: <laughs> Put yes, her yes. clothes better on. <laughs> I think that's a better question. Is why do kids need like to be naked? <laughs> like they just no. they're like, nah, I'm, I think I'm gonna be naked for a while.
1: But let's be honest, mm. as adults we put on clothes reluctantly.
2: Because we have well, to. We we have to hide our shame somehow. And we need to teach right. the kids that they need to hide their shame too. I'm just saying. <laughs> hide your <Wait>. shame, children. <laughs> Wait, what? So on what? that <laughs> note uh, I'm supposed to hide don't... that? Yes. Yes, oh. it's, it's not polite in society to just Run around with that! Oh, I killed it! Nice. Good. ha! Tea bag. Tea bag. Tea bag.
1: No, so not tea bag. Dip. Dip.
2: Potato chip.
3: Dip. God dip, damn it. Potato chip. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much.
0: Um, <laughs> we thank you for listening <laughs> to this first episode <laughs> of Gaming, <laughs> <I love>
3: gaming. <laughs> Every <driving right> <laughs>
0: You enjoyed our percent, delve into it, doesn't it doesn't I guess. You <laughs> um, but you know, <laughs> uh, you can follow us <laughs> at, at GSAEUTS and you can us on facebook at gaming sessions and everything under the sun you can also if you're listening on anchor like us you can heck you can send us money if you like you know that would that would help a little bit uh you can leave us a voice message no one's left us a voice message yet kind of kind of disappointed um, about that
2: but maybe well i i look at it this way first <clears throat> give it time. Hopefully, we'll get an audience, and someone will leave us a voice message. Then I go. Then again, we haven't gotten a voice message. That might be a good thing, because who knows what they'll say on that voice
0: message. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna uh, bathe myself in their hate. Uh, I'm a coward, so I don't give a shit. <laughs>
2: but uh yeah thanks everybody who came back to listen uh all of our new listeners thank you for giving us a listen we hope you come back uh tell your friends subscribe to us on uh stitcher or whatever media you're listening to us uh on it helps us to get uh it helps to give us more exposure so that other people will listen to us um and yeah all donations are welcome and thank you um the only thing, I, I never ask anybody to give more than what they're able to, so don't feel like you have to, don't feel like you need to, right. you don't. Uh, but any donations that you do give us, thank you very much. We appreciate
0: it. Right, so uh, Anchor does a really good job of, oh, I need to plug my phone in. Jesus. Um, Anchor does, <laughs> does a really, really good, good job of plugging your phone in? Well, no. I just got to <laughs> Uh, that's phone, so. but yeah the Anchor gotcha. does a couple of distributing podcasts you can find us on Stitcher on this pod, uh, Radio Public you can find us on Spotify Apple uh, pretty sure you can yeah you can find us on Google Podcast because I've created our stream to
3: Google Podcast so
0: you know, you can find us wherever you uh, you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Oh, some Random person,
3: hey, go listen. Again. Listen to everything
0: under the sun. You know, you know. Give us, give us an audience because we love doing this. You know, this is. I know this is something I look forward to doing every weekend because not only is it you know time off from work, but it's time talking with friends and playing games which is what of this podcast was Yeah just uh, <laughs> like give us a
2: community anyone who knows anything about the Dave Chappelle show just 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 think of that episode where Charlie Murphy is talking about uh uh <laughs> is talking about meeting um who was it uh I'm forgetting the name um,
0: you're on your own on that one I don't know what you're talking oh, about
2: I can't re- oh no I can't remember now it was so good uh, nope I can't remember never mind yeah, my right. analogy is, is made moot continue David
0: uh, you know uh, we appreciate every listen that you give us you know you may or may not agree with some things or don't. They? You might agree with it. You might be punching the air with your fist, like "Yeah, boy, that's what I'm fucking talking about." But you know, whatever. Um, you know, we we appreciate every ear that uh, hears at least Gerald's dulcet to me. I know I probably and <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but thank you for listening uh look for us next week for episode two uh we'll have to hash over what we're well heck we might just go ahead and do a part three uh super rant some other important stuff oh uh gerald i'm gonna call you out on this on the podcast opl
2: oh yeah I know I flaked I forgot all about it I apologize <laughs> listeners uh, I, I will get to that and we will talk about it next podcast um, I'm not going to make any promises but I'm going to sit down I'm going to write myself a note to remind myself and then sit down and actually research it out and so that we can talk about it
0: yeah don't don't forget the the discord channel that I set up
1: what do yeah what, what is OPL? For those of us that don't have a clue.
2: It's one of the League of Legends uh league uh uh uh
1: so you, lead, so lead blocks.
0: I'll I'll uh, help Gerald here.
1: Did you say LPL or OPL?
2: OPL. It's the Australian uh the Australian one.
1: Huh. I did not know. Australia had a big enough scene to do that. Uh, I usually watch L- the LPL, the the Chinese scene, just because well, I find the... their... are
4: hmm?
3: good.
1: I-, I find the LPL to be much more entertaining. But that said, it's we need to wrap up uh, now that you've been called
2: out. Oh, wow.
0: There's there's one. Um. Oh. So, yeah, my phone's like on 14% right now. So, it kind of disconnected well, me. So, yeah. I had to restart it. But, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, everybody have a safe week. You know, don't do what I would do. But if you do, do it twice, take pictures. No, I'm just kidding. Have a safe week. Um, and, uh, you know, come back next week to uh, listen to us BS and play games some more.
2: Mm-hmm. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.